0: To Toon Talk Radio. How is everybody this evening? Well, you can catch us on www.toontalk.co.uk, and you can also get us on Gravity Radio Northeast. There's also Gravity Radio on your telephone, so you can actually go to Google Plus, I believe, and you can download um, the show from there. We're also available on various other methods, and you can also call us on live on the show. It's 0191. Five three eight nine seven eight one 538-9781 on all things Newcastle United. You can also get in touch with me via Twitter. It's Andrew14AD and you can give me a semi-message for the show. You can also go to the message boards at www.toontalk.co.uk and just send a message to whoever who's on the show tonight and we will gladly listen to what you have to say. Well, it's been a very, very interesting weekend for both North East teams, obviously Newcastle United and Sunderland. Um, obviously both got beaten in different ways, I suppose you could say. Uh, one uh, was gutless, but the other one, obviously Sunderland, had um, the league leaders coming to the stage in my light. And pretty good, pretty good game to watch, I thought, but obviously with it being Newcastle United... It's either one thing or the other. Uh, my uh, co-host tonight is Neil Mitchell. He's in Dubai. He's currently uh, resetting his pass, resetting his uh, computer, so he will be joining us um, later in the show to talk all things Newcastle United and obviously Sunderland. And that brings me to my first guest of this evening, and that is Keith McStay Mix- Mix- from Sunderland. Good evening, Keith. How are you?
1: Good evening. Yes, Andrew, how are you?
0: I'm not too bad, not too bad. No no sausage fingers tonight, you'd be glad to know. So, well, um, <laughs>
1: well, let's see, you get started.
0: <laughs> so tell me, uh, it's been a, obviously the last couple of weeks for Sundance and Newcastle, it's been pretty bad. Um, obviously, when I think when you saw, after the Sundance game yesterday especially, you saw a lot of pundits coming out there and saying the one thing they've been sus- surprised with Sundance is the fact that they haven't really. They haven't pulled away with with Big Sam having such a, a big reputation for saving clubs. Before we get to that bit, tell me what what was your thoughts on the actual game itself and how Sunderland started. You know how they started and obviously a few misses by Berini. But tell me, what, give me your thoughts on Sunderland.
1: Well, Andrew, as you know, unfortunately, I was in midair during yesterday's <laughs> match, so uh, I was returned to the UK. Uh, my my view live of the Newcastle Derby game and obviously the West Brom game, I'm as aware of how the match went yesterday like mm-hmm. any of the viewing public on TV. Um, it was a one that, funny enough, we're hoping to get points three points against West Brom, and I didn't predict ahead of the Newcastle game. I was expecting mm-hmm. three there in all fairness. So, yesterday again wasn't so disappointing, but the manner of it. You know, we should have pulled an equaliser back through Rodwell and later on missed the golden opportunity. So disappointing the way that it ended, um, but we all league legally for a reason. They've been banging goals They've been solid in defence. So overall disappointment on yesterday's game, I couldn't really complain as a viewer just on T V like yourselves. Mm-hmm. Highlights I've got to think fair result ultimately because I was hoping for more on the back of two dropped games, Newcastle-West Brom. So, slightly disappointed, but going back to the two games, prior to that, mm-hmm. the point you were making about Big Sam making us pull away from relegation, uh, I didn't think he killed you off soon enough, allowed you to mm-hmm. creep back in the game uh, against ourselves at St James's, and that was points dropped in my eyes, more so than the Southampton game. I was expecting you to come out rare and a with Rafa just arriving, and that didn't happen. So I felt that was definitely too thrown away. And forgetting the rivalry, you you know, would expect to be somebody in and around us as opposed to somebody top of the league. We didn't do that against yourselves. A couple of weeks later, after a break, we'll come back and we've got West Brom, and West mm-hmm. Brom, we didn't nail them. You know, we're we, we clattering a few good shots in, Burini in particular, hammered a couple of shots some great saves from their keeper but you're right they, they were two points dropped in each of them games where we could have pulled away we would have had Norwich in our slot and we would have been out so yeah I agree we, we, we could have and should have been further up than we currently are yeah
0: I, I thought it was it was quite interesting actually I, I thought against West Brom uh, Neil's just joined us from Dubai so you he can hear his chuckling in the moment but um, evening Neil
1: <laughs> evening you alright man yeah, fine. Well, it be better. Well, better, it, better than never. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be honest, you've come just in time because Andrew started asking football questions, but I thought I was running <laughs> out for the goal, to be honest. So I, was, Sorry, I was just expecting to be talking about the Masters, but I I was.
0: I was going to get to it. Can you give me a bit of time? Thank <laughs> you very no, much. No, it's you it's have to do with so many divas on this show. It's incredible. Oh, my it's God. <laughs> you haven't even started with me yet, man. I tell you. <laughs> so, you'll go
1: on, you, we have plenty questions.
0: We'll okay, well, yeah, we'll get the, mit- the golf in a minute. Um, when it comes to the West Crom game, and I'm, obviously, Neil can jump in when I've asked it, when you've answered the question, but I have to say, uh, Keith, I was stunned that they didn't beat or they they would, I thought they would just, I would, I thought it would be 3-0. I know Sun and not score a lot of goals, but I really thought that game they would take West Brom apart, I must admit.
1: Well, you're right, we don't score a lot of goals, but we tend to score one and two in every game. You know, it's rare we have a, a goal drought, you know, we're scored against yourselves, again. was very little left out. We're, we're always managed to score goals again in the Southampton game the uh, week when I was on. We're not mm. totally struggling. We're not... We're not Batting, batting teams away fives and six nils that's not but we we'll always get a goal and for the one goal for us to have a drought when Sam was saying let's have a clean sheet but mm-hmm. a clean sheet at both ends which was very annoying but mm-hmm. it was a team managed by Pulis he's got to be the biggest tramp in the northeast <laughs> ever to visit god he's unbelievable so you know he's come up then he, he he has literally set a team up and he, he, that's how he survives it's awful football um, the way West Brom play, and, and we played pretty much decent but we haven't got enough flare to break teams down so we'd, we need to nick a goal somewhere and we didn't nick it against them I w- we had a couple of cracking shots but that keeper had a, a good day I would say at the office and mm-hmm. that defence were disruptive to say the least No so time wasting from the 22nd or 28th minute or something that literally <laughs> oh, yes, counting on time <laughs> oh, oh, oh that, that's on the clock <laughs> so the keeper was literally he, he got cautioned on 20 so odd minutes
0: 20 odd minutes really that,
1: Oh yeah, the, the ref had a word. He never got booked, by the way. The ref obviously looked. his watched several times throughout the game after, but uh, certainly the, the game was in a go slow from early days. We didn't do it, in a, and now both of our teams haven't got it in our hands. We had the chance to get back into our hands yesterday and didn't. Mm. So. It's down all our results, and I don't think there's enough games left for both of us. Uh, I know you've got four at home, but there's a couple of chasey ties. that you have got St James' ourselves. We've got a couple of games that you'd say, well, they're the ones we should win. But we didn't beat Hughes, we didn't beat West Brom. Hmm. We weren't expecting them to beat less, but we didn't get a point against them, you know, when... The goal was like begging there for Rodwell. Mm. So, God, you could look at the next half a dozen pictures right you, and which one would you put your money on to, to see that's where we're getting my three points from and we're one. It's mm. so haphazard; I couldn't even guess. I think we're doomed. A pair of us, <laughs> and I'm an optimistic <laughs> guy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just can't
1: see where the results will come from. It's just not going to happen for us. What do
0: you Sorry, think, no. uh, Neil? It was in, it was. I, I must say, I think everybody expected Leicester to to win. Obviously, I think and were. At the end, obviously hoping for a draw, but um the, the way that suddenly been set up the last couple of weeks, I've been a bit, I've been a bit surprised. I thought there'd be a bit more gung ho. What do you think? Yeah? No,
3: I don't see why there would be more gung ho. It's just quite rightly said that they're good at scoring a goal mm. and hoping they can nick it. Um, and I actually thought they would. I thought that would be Leicester's first undoing. Yeah. Mm. Um, the, the fact that they couldn't again it's been taken out of their hands it just comes back that i to St James' part has done neither of where any good um, I think yeah. the the big difference between the two teams is that at least they do look organised and that they ca- could potentially score a goal and hold on and nick a game we um, we need to score three just to draw it's yeah. it's, it's ridiculous you know we're all <laughs> over the place and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on one at night tonight at some stage because I've been wound up like like a coiled spring since the weekend, I had to go. And, I had to go and do the dishes at half time to calm down. I mean, what kind of what kind of things that? You know, the only time I do the dishes is usually when it coincides with major events on the Mayan calendar. So there's a catastrophe coming. You know, it, it, it's frankly just ridiculous the whole situation that both clubs are in, and it's going to kill the northeast. You know, relegation costs people jobs. Relegation puts the entire region down. And, and people don't get this. They don't get mm-hmm. how intrinsically the clubs are connected to the region and connected to the people. And it's going to hurt absolutely everything. And these players on the pitch, I don't know about the Sunderland or not, our lot, there's very few of them, give a bloody monkeys. And well, that's, that's
1: what's that, got my good. That's the one thing I would, I would say it, is, mm-hmm. it differs. Uh, I, I think I popped a little post over there at McMartin on True Faith. Uh, your players... To be honest, I, I just don't think that they've got the will. You know, you've no. got 30 odd million spent in the summer, and then I what Townsend cost you, 10, 11 million? You've got mm-hmm. players who, really, on paper, both sides, by the way, have got teams that should be yes. m- above Bournemouth, above West Brom, and this is not going to end. We should be above Watford. You know, um, Should be above Leicester.
3: Leicester. They look on paper, <laughs> you look at Leicester's <laughs> team it's on
1: well, that, that's know, exceptional, but, so we'll yeah. take them out of the equation. That, that, that's, that's they, they loan themselves this season. But you can name four or five teams. We should, we should both be mid-table table by mm-hmm. just putting an average team below us. And you can see our oh, player hasn't quite got the skill. Bourne must have been spent what you've spent on no. just your incoming transfers this season alone. It's scary how just lazy them guys must be, because they certainly must have the to get these price tags put on them in the first place. They just we- to be honest, I'd kick the shit out of your lot and I'd said before. as <laughs> I'd I I I I'd drag eleven lads out of the out of the ground, you've got a pick of fifty thousand, most mm-hmm. lumber men, this doesn't mean sexist but you could easily get you, and it is a man's game on a Saturday afternoon, you get them, you could get eleven lads out, out of the drag them out twenty minutes before the match, get some out looks slim, fit enough to play and say, Look, did you play on a Sunday, do you play on a midweek? Yeah, mm-hmm. lads, right, you've got a shirt on, did you? I think you could get them to do more effort, and they would absolutely love it being on there for 90 minutes. Better shower sure that's out there, with the exception of Rob Elliott, when fit, who had a blinder against us, a couple of crucial saves.
4: You had a think all
1: season? I, <laughs> I don't think you've got another player out there who I wouldn't be worried about putting the hook round his neck, dragging him off, and just getting anybody from the terrace and putting them on, giving them a go. Any young fit lad, I don't know who you is, got in your youth team or your reserves, but bang somebody in there I know reserves are thing of the past mm-hmm. but you know you must have a, a guy in the squad who who's a, you know next nice team football get him on on Saturday can't do any worse and I think, I think the game by ourselves mm-hmm. we, we've got a young keeper there who could just be knocking on the door and just move Mignone out the way mm-hmm. make our defence stronger there's, there's options for us and I think it's got to be drastic this, now you know drastic measures get the guy on put a keeper on you need to drag somebody from God knows where out your squad and just some of the big names out of the way because they're doing nothing.
0: You know the, the one thing I the one thing I expected I think in the second half, especially the Newcastle game, was um, the fact that they they were so bad in every department, gutless, cowards. You can you know whatever you want to whatever whatever you want to put on it. But I'm obviously Benitez come back out and he says I was he was so angry like I've never seen Benitez. As angry as that before, like on the touchline, he, he he normally tries to get the players going, and he was trying to. Then he was watching something that the player did, and hands were in the air. He, he couldn't, we couldn't believe what he was watching. But like, this is the problem, isn't it? It was to me. I was, I, it was like watching a training game.
2: At, at least yeah. Sunderland.
0: At least Sunderland When they. At least when Sunderland play, Sunderland players play for the team. At least... As a they, unit,
1: as a unit. Exactly. You know, they make mistakes. You cast to yeah. Newcastle all over the shop.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I would say that now, you know, obviously there's a well-known song when Stephen Taylor dies, we're going to have a party. <laughs> like, to be honest, I fire it on there, I think we're going to have a party when Stephen Taylor plays because we'll love it now. Like, every time he's on, I don't want the fella to die anytime soon. Just keep him playing there. Give him the first key <laughs> slot all the time. It was, you're on about training, Andrew. That wasn't even training ground. That I, I, I watched my son. It
3: wasn't even schoolyard.
1: It, it, it's 11 year old, and he knows how to jock, jock somebody wide. And that's how it is. If my. they're not going wide, you've got to just put your body in front of them, and block them, or be sharp and turn. Be inside. The guy had turned them inside out, and it, it didn't even make it look difficult to turn them inside out. That was unbelievable, unbelievable. Not even training ground, gear. I don't know. It's what like he it move, didn't move, did
0: he? He didn't even move, did he? Like even he, when the he, ball, he, it was, he, he I, he I couldn't believe I was Wade,
1: watching. But he, he didn't take the striker for him. He was jockeying wide. The mm-hmm. striker just took one step and just bypassed him, and that was it. Done, unbelievable. That wasn't training ground. That was just, I don't know, poor standards, poor quality, and that goes. Look, both were teams were second and third bottom. So I'm not going to argue the toss who's We're better. We're better by a margin, but we've got to be better on some of these clubs that are above us. I see Watford. West Brom, goodness me, you know, Bournemouth, they're not huge clubs, they haven't had the expenditure, they haven't got the support that both our clubs have got, and it's not a case of, oh, your club's bigger than ours, we're both bigger than the clubs I'm naming, and we should be able to easily attract players, and again, regarding attracting players and all, is that the problem? Who really wants to go to West Bromwich, you know, you're not going to get somebody flying in from Barcelona or Madrid and picking West Bromwich. They're really not going to fly in other than pick Watford. It's not the best part of London. It's a fair old hike out of it, you know. So we're not talking about where we're going to pull somebody from the lure of Man United or an Arsenal Man City. We're talking about beating some other other clubs to the punch for a player, and we're just not doing it. We've got more will and we ain't got it. I don't know why. I
4: don't know why that is.
0: Yeah
1: well it's it, it's
3: it, I don't even know if it's about will i i know what the problem has been on our part is this sort of committee decisions to sign players and everything's just a just a whole me- leaderless mess um and i think you've you've had similar problems with you out the the, the now departed um director of football mm. whatever you want to call him, who was making making signings and didn't seem to be delivering the goods and So I think that there's part of the problem. Um, I think another part of the problem is is there's now a lot of myth that's attached to both clubs about what expectation and pressure and this, that and the other. I've got Souness out here going on about it again today. Uh, You know, what an absolute joke. Absolute joke. But, you know, agents now swallow this. Players now swallow this. Um, They'd rather pick up a, 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 a fair wage at a club that's a little bit under the radar, they can tick over, it's a stepping stone, a real stepping stone, or a way to finish their career off and the, say they've been in the Premier League. And, and they don't want to come into that sort of, the mess that both clubs are. And some of it's real, but some of it's, it's jumped all over, you know? And picking up well, on what you're saying about, about our team, there's two of our players I would love to have five minutes in a room alone with <laughs>
0: they so cool. Get, 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 them, the, get
3: him. No, not, even, not even him. No. I'm telling you, Taylor, Taylor and Jan, Matt,
2: yeah.
3: just give them an appointment with a dentist and I'll sort the bookers out. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Bairdham should never, ever, ever wear our club shirt again. Taylor's display in that first half was frankly one of the most abominable displays I've seen from any centre-back, anywhere. And I include, I, I include in this Morpeth under-9s. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like that. And Jan Matt, that, that what he did when he made that mistake for the goal, to go rolling around saying, oh, me groin, that's what 14-year-olds do when they're not going to win the 200 metres at a sports oh, day. That, that you was know, that, yes, it was. Well, and then, that. then to find out he's gone into the dressing room and punched, <laughs> punched. the wall and broke his hand yeah. afterwards, um, well, isn't that just deliberately getting yourself out of out of the last few games of the season the way he got, uh, got exonerated and Mike Williamson got pilloried for getting mm. himself sent off against Leicester last season it's not the first time he's done it even nah him as well out the club you want your stepping stone you got the Dutch manager saying two weeks ago you were you mm. was disappointed he couldn't play because he wanted to put you in the shop window well do you know what you're in the shop window as far as I'm concerned you're in the charity shop window in, in Gann now just go and keep walking because frankly don't want your back Keith
1: well, there's plenty there's plenty of the players honestly I see them strolling around. It's year on year, but I think both teams have got a number who've just let with both both sets of fans down.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean the
1: stall the same worse by the way some our defence, some of the lads are the same lads. It's just we've had a, a better manager to the organise them mm-hmm. but it is too right. late. It's it, it been a pleasure to watch Kabul, who was actually, a, a, I can't remember what race he uh, said, Pat, was for him, but he, he had a nickname for him. And to be honest, Kabul's been actually a bit of a giant in certain games, and I, I've been mm. very happy with him. Van Arnhold, albeit he is more of an attacking defender, our same guys are actually playing well. He's banged in a couple of goals, a couple of sits. He came on for Holland the other week and played all right. The last maybe mm. 15 minutes run out, he got all right. He's still susceptible at the back defensive wise but uh, our players actually (laughs) have actually performed okay they just at the start of the season you've got to question where their heads were at and what they were thinking but I think they have getting their feet on the ground I'm not still totally disappointed with my team as in individual players and for us I think our problem has been slightly different we haven't replaced people like John O'Shea, like Catamall, or supported them by having the squad in depth to replace them, if they're all having Mm -hmm. an injury or being a nightmare. I think that's our difference, whereas your guys, the ones you've brought in, let alone the ones who were there before in the Taylor example, but your new guys, when Wijnaldum's went missing. Mitrovic, already he scored against us, Mm -hmm. he seems to have picked his head up a little bit, but before he scored against us, he scored that winner and the 1-1 draw, didn't he? He went wild. Mm-hmm. Think obviously, he'd just been there, uh, the ball on the O when you'd seen him perform. But uh, ultimately, mm-hmm. he's picked up a couple of goals, but he's still pretty much, I can't if I can say this on your radio station, I know he's still pretty shit, you know. He, he wouldn't yeah. get in anybody starting 11 on the Sunday appear by looking back at the weekend. Even mm-hmm. if he scored five, you'd just you'd still put him on the bench. It's just not very good. Wijnaldum, for whatever reason, classy guy, but just went missing. Uh, you know, what's that guy, Chancel, um, Bomla, whatever he's got, Mbemba, w- yeah. w- w- what's he been doing? You know, your signings just ain't been great for you, whereas when I came on the last chat with you a few weeks ago, three of our four signings un- under Sam have been spectacular, you know, Casbury mm, yeah. Coney, and um, Kirkhoff, who had a nightmare debut as well known, spoke about last time, our signings have been good and added to the team, your signings have been sort of marquee signings. Townsend's probably about the only one that seems to be shining but too late in the show I think maybe. But I think we're both in a mess for totally different reasons but there's still some guys to blame for it and for us it was start of the season, points lost and still losing them now you know but not to defeat it's one point instead of three.
0: So you think it's going to happen for uh, your lot it's such a big game Sunday it's going to be so hard to talk about but What's your well, thoughts on it before I bring in Gary Taphouse?
1: Well, I was, my thoughts for Sunday very briefly, it goes back a few weeks. Yourselves, it's, we should have beat yous. we should have beat West Brom, and I, w- I would have loved to nick something and show what we're made of against Leicester. So it's it's made Sunday a huge, huge game. Yeah, and um, ultimately for yourselves, I'm sure you'll be watching as close as us, but mm. I don't know. I said at the start of this chat, Andrew, I cannot see which games I'd mark with down as winning because I, I, I've obviously been wrong in the weeks gone by. we three through points that I expect they will win. We could just nick this and be right back in the race and put Norwich in there and give you a bit of hope at the same time. But if we win, obviously, for yourselves, it doesn't help you. You'll a bit of over the door. <laughs> Good night, <man>. and, <laughs> and you've got to win yourself, so it doesn't matter. i the bit... I'm going to have to go as positive as I was against Leicester.
2: Mm.
1: We've got to be. I've got to be thinking we've got enough good players who can cause damage. I think defence has got to firm up. If we can do that stuff, we should beat Norwich. But we should have beat West Brom. We should have beat you, we didn't. So my view is, I, I will always give a prediction. Non derby game, we will beat Norwich. That's my view. I, I think we will because we should. We mm. should be. We've got the guys who can. So there we go. Sunderland win at the weekend. Don't ask us what the score will be, but I think we'll either come back, whatever, but I think we'll get enough goals. We'll score one more than them, whether it's a one nothing or a 3-2-er. We'll beat them. That's my view.
0: And uh, before we... Obviously, I've got Gary Tapos coming on next, so tell me, the Masters, did you watch it? And did you see his brother's tweets?
1: Are you talking to me now still? Yes, yes. Yes, oh, God, that was fantastic. I I didn't know who he who, who was, but I started following him. He said, I'm read back to him the day. But um, indirectly, I, I know Lee Westwood, uh, yeah. and I've had a bit crack on with him in the past, and I'm thinking, God, I, I'd followed his form run into the Masters, and for a time he was in the hunt, there would have be been great a greater guy who was mm, attached to a local yeah. golf club. If he had nicked it, both of them playing together, they just played quite steadily, not mm. even thinking on the hunt. What a lovely way to go. And I just look at that board and all of a sudden, shit, I'm in the lead. Mm. Fantastic. You know, he's a great working class lad. He seems like totally down to earth. Mm. So what, what a guy to win the Masters. Again, it's like a left situation, isn't it? Mm. You know, the unexpected happened and it, it, it wipes the smells off the of young's face, which is nice. Good golf, won the day. A couple of mistakes always can happen the Masters. So Spieth can't call the course. He's won on it in the past, and he's seen mm. us lose dramatically on that course. You know, Sunday is the day to do it, and fantastic to watch, you know, so brilliant, delighted. It?
0: Yeah, it was brilliant to watch. Well, thanks for coming on, Keith. Uh, pleasure yeah, as ever. Fine. And remember, all the show yes, that you're on is uh, actually available straight after the show on iTunes. Right, so okay, anybody, anybody that you know you c- can listen to it whenever they want.
1: <laughs> I'd love to come back on with we're
0: both having a in our belt, but I don't know when that'll be. But keep in touch anyway. Look after yourself, Neil. i right. you soon. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Yeah. thanks Keith. Bye Cheers, life. mate. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah. Great chat there, as ever, with uh, with Keith. Uh, obviously next the next my main guest this evening It's Gary Taphouse, football commentator for Sky Sports. You're also here on Champions League, FA Cup, MLS at Talksport and others. His next Premier League game is Bournemouth against Chelsea. Good evening, Gary. How are you?
5: Hey, Andrew. Yeah, very good. Thanks. How's it going?
0: Not too bad. Uh, obviously, we're just talking about the Masters. Tell yes. me, what, what, obviously, we've got Neil in Dubai. Neil Mitchell was in Dubai, so uh, tell me, what, did you watch it?
5: Yes, I did. Well, I was doing MLS uh, last night at two thirty in the morning, so I oh, stayed up God. the whole thing. <laughs> um, brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a thriller, wasn't it? Um, I think a lot of people went to bed when uh, when Jordan Spieth got to seven under. I think they thought that's
2: it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
5: Um, And and they missed some real drama, some really exhilarating drama. That was an unbelievable couple of hours after that. So, uh, as good as golf gets, I think.
0: Yeah, I think um, you were watching it, weren't you? I presume. I, I, I caught it as I got up this morning.
3: I caught the tail end of it. And, and I went to, went to bed looking at it thinking, oh, Speed's got this. And when I got up this morning, I was like, what the hell's happened here? But he just, <laughs> he, just he, he not long absolutely tanked the 12th. And, mm. and I, I just don't know what goes through. Sometimes golfers just have this meltdown. And, you know, you, mm. you, can, you can pick examples of it from the one that always sticks in my mind was Van der Velde when he started oh, trying to yeah. get that shot out of the water, you know, when, when he should have just taken a drop and got on with it. Um, and I don't know what he was trying to do. He's put one in the water, and you think, oh, yeah, just, just make it easy. Take, take a punishment, you've got shots in the back. And he still tried to cane the blinking thing and did it again. And did it, 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 it never fails to amaze me, it really doesn't. That's what golf does to you, though, I guess.
0: But what did you think, Gary, when he, hit it, when he hit it in again? Could you quite believe well, he,
3: that? He, he said afterwards,
5: didn't he, that he just completely threw his game plan out of the window and uh, it was kind of like watching Tin Cup for real, wasn't it? The the second one was just... I I'd have been embarrassed hitting that shot, never mind Jordan Spieth. Um, Just staggering. The amazing thing is, though, and you've got to give him credit, is that he got himself together after that nightmare Mm, and and burned in the next hole, didn't he? So, (laughs) um, you know, how many players much more experience than him would have just completely folded like a cheap tent and ended up <laughs> right down the leaderboard instead he actually got himself together and made a real fit of it but um, just that, that moment of madness which uh, even the, the, the very best are capable of it was just staggering really absolutely amazing
0: obviously what watching the, actually the most I, the thing that kept me awake Gary and Neil was his brother's tweets because yeah, I was brilliant. in bed watching it yeah I wasn't brilliant. watching I, I wasn't watching it but because I saw his brother's tweets I had to take a double check and that's what made me switch it on my iPod it to to watch it because I was watching the Masters via CBS and they weren't showing they weren't showing um the the young lad that won which I couldn't believe Yeah well I
5: mean you're right the tweets were fantastic weren't they very very funny the one about um, Jordan's, Jordan's feet are about to putt, so I've got time to go to the toilet, have a nap, and take a room before he hits it. Uh, <laughs> very, very good. Um, and even, um, even his own tweets, actually, in the morning. He said, you know, I'm, I'm playing with Lee West for today. Should be a day. Didn't realise quite how good it was going to be. Um, <laughs> not too many people had him down, I don't think, before the start of the week. But, you know, great, great, great story. A world away from
0: the the horrors that Newcastle United are suffering from, Angie. Yeah, I, uh, I was gonna. say, uh, Gary, uh, Neil. The thing is, Neil, Gary was actually commentating on the match because I actually was listening to him. So, um g- Give give us a a feel for what you. you obviously, you were watching the game. You're watching the players, and um, tell yeah. me what was your what was your thoughts when you saw the team come in and. The players warming up. What was your general feel about it before, before you well, started well, the, the
5: first thing was when, when I was walking to the ground, the sheer number of Newcastle fans was unbelievable, and I was I was chatting to some of the media team beforehand, and they just said, you know, again, the allocation sold out, even though they've just lost eight away games in a row. The fans are doing their bit. That's the first thing to say. But when the team an, an announcement uh, came, and you saw by now them playing so deep. Mm. That was the first alarm bell for me because, he's, you know, he's top scorer. I, I, he hardly crossed the halfway line. Um, and it was actually, aside from that, it was actually a very attacking lineup and he really was going for it, wasn't he? Mm,
2: yeah. The problem
5: is, if you can't defend, then, <laughs> um, then you're up against it. And I'm sure Rafa would have said, let's frustrate Southampton for as long as possible, not let's give them a goal inside four minutes. Um, Because, you know, as as good a goal as that was, I I was listening before I came on air, and you're absolutely right what you said about Stephen Taylor. I mean, um, to back off and turn your back against someone like Shane Long, I mean, it's unforgivable, to be honest. So, um, the interesting thing after the game, Andrew, I was uh, was listening very intently to what Rafa said,
6: Mm. and I'll I'll
5: quote you here, this is a direct quote from Rafa. We have to start winning soon and change a lot of things. The commitment, the passion, the character and the way we play.
7: Well, what else is there? <laughs> if, you, if you haven't got any of that,
3: what have you got? Um... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I think you, if you add then to that, um, uh, you've probably heard Jamal uh well, I mean, comments. He was
5: very honest, wasn't he? Yeah, very. Good. Where he, I
3: mean, and that's a young lad who's yeah. so turned round and saying to you know, fellow pros in the dressing room who are internationals, they've got caps, they're on bigger wages probably. Um, and he—and there's a great picture of him yeah. going absolutely mental. Yeah. And there's, there's four or five international players standing around him. And they just don't like they actually give a hoot. And mm-hmm. he's going nuts. And, and and I think that's just a pure reflection of what we've seen. You know, I think Vanaldum, I don't know whether been, Puma have invented some sort of stealth <laughs> material and put it in the black shirt, stripes on my shirt or whatever. But he's just disappeared. And they're particularly whatever. away from it's home. the turn of the year, We've basically, been, isn't it? He, yeah. he hasn't yeah. been the same player. We've been saying it, you know, away from home, especially, he just, doesn't matter where you're playing. Mm. You, 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 you might as well just sit him on the, on the goalpost because he's just yeah. not there. He's not involved, he doesn't show for the ball, he doesn't want the ball. Um, that, that must be a
5: psychological issue, because yeah, to, to, be. to not score a single goal away from home all season is, is yes. extraordinary, really, when he's played virtually every game, but when he's been available. You know, it's, um, that is a very, very strange one. But, but uh, can you... Really, yeah, carry, I mean, this, this, yeah. uh, one thing I would say as well is, I heard Rafa say that he was a lot more heartened by the second half performance. Um, I think a lot of that was down to the fact yeah. that Southampton just... We moved off. down a couple of gears, quite honestly. Yeah. And for me, the most disappointing goal was the third one. When they took a short corner,
2: mm-hmm. and
5: it was t- 2 v none. I've never seen that yeah. before. I mean, I've seen teams get caught out 2v1 on a short corner, but no one came across. <laughs> um, we've
3: been,
2: I mean, we've been done on short corners four or
3: five times.
2: Four or five times uh, this season.
5: It 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 we'll it's so, so poor. And, you know... There's only so much Rafa can do, you know. I, I was expecting to turn up. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I tipped a draw. I was, I was expecting I to turn to up and, and see a real change in the way mm. Newcastle defended. Um, because what I'd heard is that he tightened things up against Leicester. There mm. were signs that things were coming together. And I think he must have just been so disappointed by the way they defended, particularly in that first hour. I mean, it was schoolboy stuff. Um, and, and, and to be honest, the, the final score flattered Newcastle. I thought they were that bad. I don't. You, think, can, I, I, I don't uh, take any yeah. pleasure saying that either, no, because as no. I said, I mean the, the only fans that I heard were the Newcastle fans, um, and they really did play their part. But the players, I'm afraid, really let them down.
0: Can you can you believe Gary? It hasn't kicked off. Like I mean, properly kicked off in that wow. dressing room. Like I did expect. Like when I when you when you heard where that. Um, uh, Jan Mat broke his um, yep. broke two bones in his in his fist. Now I actually thought good stuff. There's been a there's been a massive a massive chin a massive fight. They've you know they actually started to show something, and then you hear that he did it punching the dressing room was it Gary? I'm not sure where if it was well, the dressing room. Or... So,
5: so we hear. I mean obviously I don't know the details because yeah. uh, that's that's the inner sanctum as it were. But mm. um, it, I, I think we needed to see a bit more of that passion and urgency on the pitch not in the dressing room walls mm. um that that's the disappointment for me I, I right from the first whistle i never felt this was a newcastle side thinking you know it was a bit if you to take the analogy of jordan spee standing on the 17th tee he knew he had to birdie that hole otherwise it was over and for me standing over the ball at kickoff those newcastle players needed to have that mentality if we do do not get something from this game then it's over and they didn't play like that at all. It was it was baffling, quite honestly. I was so, so disappointed with the attitude, as well as individual players who let the mm. side down, of course. But you still want to see that attitude and that commitment and that desire and that character and the personality. And it just wasn't there any stage.
0: What about Shelby? Shelby came in with a... Uh, you know, he did well the first couple of games, yes, he he's did, yeah. playing his Hollywood passes and, and now he's captain and he's disappeared.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he was disappointing, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. that the passes went astray, they weren't finding their mark. I, I don't get the feeling that he was particularly vocal on the pitch, um, which is what you want from a midfield captain. Um, I'm, I certainly wouldn't accuse him of hiding, but he just mm-hmm. didn't show the quality, which we know he's got. Um, and I'm afraid that Southampton midfield ran rings around him um, and Vine Um You know, Geordie G- Classy, funnily enough, Ronald Koeman said last week he wanted more from him, and I still don't think he was particularly outstanding on Saturday, mm. but he still had more than enough to uh, help run that midfield. And when Romeo came on, um, even more so, quite honestly. Um, th- 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 as, I said, as I said before, there's only so much Rafa can do with such a short amount of time to go before the end of the season. It, it, it does feel like you're relying on Snookers at the moment.
2: Um,
0: we did we did expect more though, didn't we? I think oh, because okay. of, I think I think um, the one thing um, because he's been every day, he hasn't given them much. He hasn't been given them much time off. He's, no. he's been given them two sessions a day. Um, and the, the great thing about all of this, when, when he took over, Newcastle fans were over the moon because he, he's not giving them time off, he's making them do the sessions, and he, he says they've been really good in training. Um, well, anyone you know, can be
5: good in training, Andrew. The irony is that it, I think the reason he was doing those double training sessions is because the, the side have conceded the most goals in the final 15 minutes mm. of matches. In the Premier League, yeah. and and then they start like they did on Saturday, yeah. uh, and and, and enough, they, they got better towards the end of the game. But you know, you can't give a side like Southampton a two-goal start and expect to get anything from the game. So um, he's got that bit right. He sorted out the leaking, <laughs> the late goals, but you can't legislate for those those first two goals.
0: On I actually thought, I actually thought, um, well, I saw Kumin talking before the game. Uh, you know, trying to say Newcastle are dangerous. I, for me, he was just licking his lips. He probably, he probably oh, yeah. just... Every team that Newcastle... It doesn't matter... If, like, imagine if Southampton were on a, a five-game skid and, you know, they're really struggling for goals and then you've got this Newcastle United team. Like, I don't know what you thought. Obviously, the, the, Le- the Leicester game, it looked good. They really look yeah, good, he stiffened them up. we'd look like a uh, i wouldn't say we look like a team, but at least we um look like <laughs> like a compact as rafa likes to say but what, what what's your thoughts on Rafa because i think uh, when he uh, he's, he's calmed hes he's calmed. It the Newcastle United fans have been really calmed by him. He's got a real great presence about him. Have you met him? Can you give us any insight with the, with what he's yeah, like well, to listen, talk to?
5: He, he doesn't give a lot away, to be honest. Um,
2: <laughs>
5: I, think, I, I was quite surprised by the fact that he did lash out at the players a little bit on Saturday. I think he's trying a different tack because he has very much protected them so far. And I just, I, I just don't feel that he he felt that he could actually protect them after that first half on Saturday. It was so so bad. Um, I think he he felt that he had to get at them a little bit. And obviously, the big message from Rafa after the game was mm-hmm. that there's two home games coming up. Um, I think that I think Swansea next, isn't it? Um, yeah. It has to be three points. Yeah. There's just no, there's no getting away from it anymore. The games are running out. The, the gaps getting bigger. It has to be three points, whatever happens. Uh, the problem for Rafa as well is that uh, so much is made of his break clause of the club go down mm. and the talk of Spain. People, I think, outside of the club are seeing it as a very much a short-term thing for Rafa. Um, I think the fact that a lot of his backroom staff haven't come with him, and they always do, mm. um, they always go with him to every club, I think, again, that just makes it look like it's very much a short-term thing. Um, he's got and obviously he bats away those questions every time as he's got to do Mm. but um, I I can't help thinking that there's a lot of people outside of the club who are just thinking well this is just him filling time before another job comes along Um, you know if it's a choice of managing Spain or battling in the championship with Newcastle I can't see him taking too long to make that decision to be perfectly honest
0: what do you think uh, Neil because Spain would be well he would, uh, he hasn't, he hasn't got to get together too much with the Spain team, and he can obviously uh, go back and forwards to to Merseyside.
3: Well, I think this is it. I, I, I think um, th- this is the the frustration frustration for we all. We'll finally see the manager that could really come in and genuinely make a difference for the club, top to bottom. Because I gather, if he if he was to stay, he's going to get the keys to the kingdom and make all the mm-hmm. changes he wants to make. Um, and the the club, top to bottom, desperately need that. Mm. Um, but I can understand everybody from outside the club looking at it for exactly the way Gary's just said. Um, my understanding from talking to people is that uh, he, he could stay, but I can't see it. If the Spain job comes along, it's just not. It, it, it doesn't add up. It it really. Who could, do, who could
5: turn it down? Really? Yeah. Who could turn that job down it, if they're up. Spanish? I I just wonder, was there an opportunity to get him in earlier? Because it all just feels like it's too late. Ten games
3: too late, in my opinion. Yeah, it's
5: just
2: not enough, is it? It's not enough. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, ten games too late. And we were saying on here, and we've said every week, Gary, we've talked about it when McLaren was telling me we were making progress, and everybody's looking and saying, what progress? Mm -hmm. Um, Backwards um, progress. Yeah, backwards progress. That's probably the only progress we made. And, uh, and actually, I, I'll come back to something you we were talking about earlier about Shelby. I just think the armband's too big for Shelby. Get it back off him. Yeah. Get, get it onto somebody else. Well, well, he's Shelby not a
5: vocal person. He, you know, yeah, he's actually quite yeah. a shy and retiring person. And he, I, you yeah. know, Great, but that's not what you want from your captain, is it? You need someone yeah, who's going to be this. very, very vocal and telling players when they're not doing their jobs. And I, just, I don't get the feeling that he's that type of player at all.
2: No.
0: What was your thoughts no, on Teotie? Because I did expect Teotie to come straight back in. I was I was very surprised because you know, as you said, if Shelby's quite a quiet person, he he needs somebody in there to do a lot of the donkey work so he can he can put the passes together. What yeah. do you think Gary?
5: Well it, has obviously got his own view there, and as I say, yeah. I think he really had the mentality of going for it and naming an attacking team and, and thinking, look, a draw's not enough, we need to go there and win, and if we lose trying, then so be it. And of course, the game plan was just completely wrecked by that goal inside four minutes. So mm. I, I know what Rafa was trying to do, and I think we can all see there was merits in it, but when you've got individual errors being made with such regularity, I think that well, maybe... Maybe it should have been a Tony Pulis type. Let's just oh, shut I've up had about
0: him as well, yeah. Um, yeah.
5: And, and, and you know, just try and frustrate the opposition for as long as possible. And if we can nick something fantastic, sadly, you know, as I say, after four minutes, there was only one way that game was going.
0: Could you imagine Newcastle going getting relegated, and Newcastle going for Pulis, Gary?
5: Well, I, I think there'll be a lot worse moves than that because. You know, the first thing is, are, would that squad of players mm. be up for the championship? And I can't see it. Mm. You know, we all know, mm. you know, you have to go about too far to remember what the championship's like, guys. It's um, mm. it's brutal. It's, a, it's mm. a hamster wheel of Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Um, and there's no place for, for pampered, overpaid players. Mm. Um, so it, it, it would be a bit of a broom job. And I think someone like Pulitz would obviously with the reputation he has and the record he has would be an ideal um sort of person for that job but listen i'm sure i'm sure there are thoughts already in place you know um lee charnley was there on saturday we all know mm, yeah. about the, the fabulous uh, financial results <laughs> and how marvelous is that slight concerns over what's going on the pitch well Yes. Um, I'm I'm sure there are plans in place um, for if that happens. But now I think, you know, as as Rafa rightly says, the focus has got to be on trying to win these next two home games. Pick up six points in these two games and everything changes. In fact, the last time I came on, Andrew, Mm
2: -hmm.
5: um, I think it was just after they'd got absolutely stuffed at Sellers Park. The next two games were against Tottenham and Liverpool and they went and won them both. (laughs) So, you know, and, and who would have seen them winning away at Tottenham? So, you know, it can happen. Results can be plucked out of thin air. This time last year, you know, Leicester were in a worse Mm. position than Newcastle are in now. And the idea that they would go on that type of run was just laughable. But they did. It can happen. However, things have got to be tightened up at the back. You cannot have those ridiculous schoolboy errors because, you know, even Swansea beat Chelsea last week. They will punish Newcastle for that.
0: What's been your thoughts on De Jong? Because we've been championing him, and it seemed to be, it, it, you know, the, the, the press release has been coming out that uh, De, like Rafa really likes De Jong, and it's been quite stunning that he hasn't even... If if if, if you got one guy, a couple of guys in midfield who are struggling, De Jong has always come across as a player. He comes on, he keeps the ball, he knits it all together, and for some reason, he's been brought on as substitutes. Well, normally when the, games, when the games are either it's nil-nil or we've got a chance or we're one nil in front, but he, he seems to bring him on when the, game, when the jig's up.
5: Well, it was weird to see a number nine strolling around in central midfield, to be perfectly honest. Um, the, the, the way they ended that game was just extraordinary, wasn't it? We had mm. um Disoko at left-back, Anita at right-back, De Jong playing in central midfield... Um, it was just all quite bizarre, to be honest. Yeah, well, Rafa's only got... If he's going to play the way he's been playing, he can only play one front man, can't he? He's, he's mm-hmm. uh, hung his hat on Mitrovic after what happened with the Norwich game. I don't think two people could argue with that. Um, mm-hmm. But the service he had was just non-existent, wasn't it? He, he thrives on that on the likes of um, of Townsend and doing that business. And I'm afraid and- and- Andrus Townsend came to life in the second half, but it was all too late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I don't know I don't know what he's thinking is there I, th- I think this is what we were said a t- a 10 games earlier he would have had more time to assess the squad he would have more time to evaluate the best system to put them in I think it's all just thrown together at the moment and he's desperately trying to find the right formula the, the best 11 and I, th- I think by the time he works it out it's going to be too late
0: Have you been surprised with Sunderland the fact that the main man the man that always comes in sorts everything out uh, it with sam allardyce what's yeah. your take on that because that one's i must admit i didn't expect him, when he came in i thought oh god they're gonna they're gonna go up the table they're gonna have a few victories and it just hasn't happened is has it
5: no well that that's a difficult one because I, as you were saying in the discussion earlier he mm. did make some very good acquisitions yeah, in january which I which agree. have made a difference to their squad um a lot of people talk about Jermaine Defoe and the number of goals he scored. You need to look at how many of them actually affect the score line. There's quite a few consolation goals in there. Um, so that's obviously key when you've got a goal scorer. However, you know, I did think they would pull away a little bit more. Instead they're right in the thick of it. Again, frustrating result. I mean what a what a frustrating one for them at the weekend, um, mm. when they you know, they've no doubt they feel they should have won that game. Uh, and, and the games are starting to run out. So both teams have got huge, huge games this weekend. We know Newcastle have got to beat Swansea. And we know Sunderland really, not Norwich are the only team they can catch now. You know, Allardyce said that himself at the weekend. Palace are pretty much out of it now as far as I'm concerned. It's only Norwich mm-hmm. that can be caught. So they've got to win. Otherwise, you know, it's pretty academic. So the three that are there are the three that will go. So it, it, it's up for them to to show the supporters what they're made of, and and to prove that they can get results.
0: The thing is that, I must admit, out of all the teams, I never expected um, a team to win games was Norwich because they look they look haphazard. and And like that game that game on uh, Saturday, Gary. My goodness, can you? It's it's so be- scary. That game's going to be so scary to watch, and I. And it I'm, won't be
5: pretty, will it?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it won't be one
5: for the purists, you know. It won't be El Classico, will it? Um, but you know, it's a, it's going to be. It'll be a bit like the Palace Norwich game on Saturday. It will be about the points. Um, it, it might be the worst game of football you've ever seen, but if someone can nick the three points, then they are so so precious. If Norwich get them, then you know it, it's um, it's a done deal, isn't it? If Sunderland can get them and if Newcastle can beat Swansea, we know they can. We know that the sides are capable of getting the three points, but can they cut out the defensive mistakes? Can they make it count in the final third when it matters, not when they're 3-0 down? Um, That's going to be the... That's going to be what it's all about. And... um, Let's hope they do. Let's hope that they keep it interesting from a totally neutral perspective. Let's hope that it goes. You know, we don't want to see these big clubs uh, f- fall at the uh, so early on. You know, um, the fans deserve better.
0: The thing is the, the, the worst thing scenario for Newcastle, if they win on Saturday, I I, I can't even think of what team is going to play because it's no. going to be. He's, he's already said he's going to make changes. So to me, he has to bring in De young, no matter what. Um, yeah, exactly. I believe a young lad called Sterry is quite is quite uh, quite yeah. handy. He um, got. Um, um,
5: is it a, a time to bring in players who haven't got a bring. experience? Though is it? I mean, it's a, that is a massive gamble, isn't it? He's got to change things because it was such a shambles on Saturday. You know, it's a no-brainer. Of course, he's got to make changes, but um, he's really got to assess it and, and decide. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he would just go a lot more cautious. You against think so? Swansea. Um, I, I, I know that's not what the fans want. Mm. I know they'd love to, to run out of some James's and have a real go, but I just don't think that's how he's going to play it because it might play right into Swansea's hands That just as they've hit a little bit of form. Let Swansea come on to them, frustrate yeah. them, and then use the pace on the counter because Newcastle have got it with Townsend and Mitrovic, mm. etc. They can, they can make it pay on the counter. It might be frustrating for the fans. It might be unbearably tense and nervy. But if you get a 1-0, that's all that matters.
0: Well, the thing is that the, the, one, the problem is, isn't it? You've got the Sunderland game and Norris game before. Yeah. That's the 2nd well, that, isn't it? Because, that, that, that's yeah. just
5: got to be completely out of the players' minds. I mean, they can't even think about that, can they? I can't quite quite even think what the best is for Newcastle.
0: I can't even think what the best. Like, what, what, do you, what do you think the score's going to be? Um, uh, Norwich against, against Sunderland and Newcastle against uh, uh, Swansea
5: well I'm going to go for wins for both Sunderland and Newcastle simply because oh, really? they have to they, have, they simply have to otherwise we know who's going down as far as I'm concerned there's only six games left uh, before these games if Newcastle don't win and Sunderland don't win the game's up barring yeah. an absolute miracle and I just I, I don't think either side is capable of going on a run of four or five mm. wins consecutively because they're just they're, they're not up to it with the players that, that they've got the
0: thing is you've got to, I think the one thing is that scares me if we do win against Swan it's a big if you've got Man City coming to the town yeah.
6: which will be with live on that. TV
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the worst thing is De bruyne <laughs> <laughs> My God, De Bruyne, that would be obviously probably the one game Newcastle players actually might decide. Well, possibly to... the,
5: the, the problem there is that you know Man City really have got have got to get a wiggle on. <laughs> they, they've hmm. got they're it not not about oh well, we're we're sorted for Champions League now hmm. or it, they have got to win games. So um, that's that's the frustrating thing from Newcastle's perspective. The it, season hasn't quite panned out for City as many were expecting. So they will definitely come up St. James's looking mm. for the three points. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, what, that's what I said earlier. It's all very well saying there's four home games, but two of them are mm. against City and Spurs. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 at some stage, there's going to have to be some points picked up away from home. And the away record, as we know, is, well, it's embarrassing.
0: Mm, it really
5: is. I, I, I tweeted it um, yesterday, you know, nine away defeats in a row for the first time since 1960. Shocking. Mm. Absolutely
0: shocking. Especially with a manager we want. This, yeah. this, is the, this is the most golden thing about all of it. We're going to lose a manager who Newcastle United fans have always wanted to mould the team into, his, into whatever, he, whatever he wants to do. He'll, he's, he's going to change the whole club. And we're going to lose him to Spain uh, to, to take on that national job. And well, it might
5: not happen like that. It, it, it might you know, not. Yeah. It, it might not. I mean, it, 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 at the moment, it feels like the right man with the wrong timing. and yeah, um, exactly. If 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 he can produce the miracle that is available, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's going to leave. I'd say he'd probably stick with it. And as you say, mm-hmm. he'd have carte blanche to change things that need to be changed. There'll be a complete broom. There'll be players coming in, and, and he can do it in his own image. Now, if they go down, I just can't see him staying. I I wouldn't. I can't conceive of why he would want to stay in in that situation yeah. when you know eight months ago he was managing Real Madrid. Um, yeah. I just think that's it's just too much of a change when mm-hmm. the Spain job is available and and the current Spain manager is basically recommending him for the job.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. different
5: if he's managing a Premier League side. So it all hinges on these next two home games for me.
0: Before you go, Gary, what was, your, what was your take when Mike Ashley was interviewed on Sky and he turned around and he says, Oh, what about Newcastle United? And he more or less said, Oh, well, we're stuck together. We can't, we can't, we can't do anything. But We're stuck together. To me, it screams takeover and he'll, and he'll take. If he has a chance to get rid of Newcastle United, he'll take it. What do you think?
5: Well, again, it, it kind of hinges on what happens in these next two matches, doesn't yeah. it? it? It kind of, Whilst there's this horrible uncertainty, I wouldn't like to make any predictions. And mm. I think everyone needs to focus on this next match, first of all, mm-hmm. um, simply because time is running out. It, 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 Mike um, chooses his moments to speak, as we know, mm. um, but, you know, for me... What's happening at the moment isn't necessarily down to him. He, had, he said he'd spend, and he did. You know, but not many clubs spent more than Newcastle United in the last two windows. The problem is, uh, for me, with the manager and where the money was spent.
2: Yeah.
5: Um, and I think uh, that's, that's where things have gone wrong. If Rafa Benitez had had that money, I think things would be very, very different.
0: Exactly. Well, I know they would. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We would have had about three or four defenders in for sure. That's well correct. thanks thanks very much guys. It's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks much for coming yeah, on. Appreciate you soon, guys. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Gary. Right. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Bye bye. Great uh, Gary's great, isn't he? Fantastic, Evan, he's such yeah. he's so knowledgeable. He knows his stuff and he's got so so much passion. It's fantastic, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah,
3: absolutely, absolutely. But you know you know you know what many of these guys that do the the amount of commentary he does the amount Mm. the scholar of the game he's not doing his job if he doesn't know stuff you know Uh, however too many of them do just spout rubbish
2: (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) exactly
3: it frustrates the living daylights but when you get them then they can actually you know give you some information give you a a valid opinion based on based on you know what they actually see and interacting with fans and interacting with with everybody Mm. It's, it's far more valid, it's far more credible than somebody sitting, you know, just mouthing off the usual diatribe that's, that, that everybody then laps up and takes as gospel because cause somebody on the telly said it. You know, it, it's ridiculous. But exactly, there you go. That's what you need. We need more people like Gary.
0: Exactly. Well, we've got another uh, regular on the show tonight. It's uh, Kevin from the 1892 Club. Uh, he's on Twitter at 1892. Uh, he's got an 1892 in coming out the 2016-2017 season. He can be heard occasionally chatting nonsense on my show. And it's an honour to support of this club. I think he means me by the sounds of it. Good evening, Kevin. How are you? <laughs> Good
8: evening, lad. How are you doing? <laughs> All right, no not too Jeff.
0: bad. you obviously got Neil Mitchell in Dubai on the line. So so tell me, um, what was your thoughts on Saturday? I'll, I'll let you and uh, Neil go at it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you thought. Think, uh,
8: I don't think we'll be going with I think we're pretty much agreeing. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I
8: think, we've got, I think we've got a League One centre-back playing. Uh, I think we've got a, a right-back who doesn't want to be at the football club anymore, who just doesn't care. Mm. We had a, a, a poor defensive midfielder at left-back. Um, we had a, a so-called superstar on the right wing who can play in the Champions League. We had a, another player who seems to be a magician, but doesn't seem to do anything because he disappears every week. Um, we had two English lads who looked half decent, give her a bit of something. Um, Mitricevic again, where was he? You know, it's no good turn up two games and disappear in a game. Got his chance, and Perez is just for he's just overrated. Perez, like people need to get off his bandwagon and realize that he's not a good footballer. Like he he, he doesn't suit. The way he there playing, he doesn't do anything. Overall, it was an absolute shambles. I mean, wow, we're fighting for relegation, and you know that—that that is a performance of a team already relegated. Mm. And we are relegated, by the way, just to, to point that out. But that was a team that is already relegated. That's the worrying thing. That is the worrying thing.
0: I think um when you saw the team come in, I—I I, I think I'm, obviously we'll find out what Neil thought. But when the team come in. Uh, because I, 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 he kept on saying he's going to make changes all week. He said, uh, "You know, it sounded like he was going to make changes," but he, in essence, he didn't do anything.
8: What can he, Well, I don't, I don't see what changes we're going to actually make. To be honest, um, I mean, you know, I think you've got to bring a left dummy in at left-back next game if he's fit, without mm. a doubt. Um, mm. Hopefully, Colachini's fit. R- ridiculous that we're saying that because I rather yeah. him not, him not be in the team, but he, He's far better than Taylor. Um, do you start De Jong? Can he improve anything? I, don't, I, I just don't know. I don't... To be totally honest, the team's relegated already. We're not going to stay up. I, I think the best we can hope for is that somehow the club managed to keep Benitez and say to him, look, get all back up and, and, and you've got the reins and you're in charge, basically, because without that, I look at the players that'll leave, and I wouldn't be bothered about half of them leaving. Mm. We'll but the concern is there's nothing in that team that's going to be able to fight in that division next year. Because that's where we're playing the next year in the championship. And there's no players in that team that'll fight to keep us up. A young lad, 22-year-old, Laskellers, came out and slaughtered at them. Mm. These superstar footballers, and said they've got no passion. Thank God, someone at the club had a bit of know-how mm. and just said, look it. Where's this character And in order to took a kid to do it, and I'm so happy you done it, fair play to him, because I hope that kid plays for us next year in the championship and he improves year on end now, because that's what we need at the football club. Players like that, not players like Stephen Taylor, so-called Jory, laughing when he lets a player walk past him and yep. put the ball mm-hmm. in the left. Laughing. Yeah, I've, seen around, laughing. I've seen that photo.
3: I've seen that All photo. Of that,
8: like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're yeah. a disgrace for every single one of them or a disgrace and that is putting it mildly
0: do you think Neil because on on Saturday you can see him playing Colacini, can't you you can see him playing Colachini you can see him playing Sterry. and you can also look at playing um, Kevin Mubemba, uh, Mubabu sorry so and, and Young, I c- he has to surely surely he's got a the, the worst as, as Kevin said he'll play Perez again with uh, Moutrovic
3: Well, do you know what it is, mate? Um, In terms of the team that started, I I couldn't believe Taylor was in for LaSalle because I still don't know what LaSalle did wrong. Hmm. That seems like a bizarre move to me. Um, uh, Anita had struggled at left back. I know he's probably one of the few options we've got at left back. But, um, again... He, he just seems lost at that position. I know he came as a midfielder who could play full-back and that was what the, the he, he was dressed up as but uh, he's always seemed a liability to me when he's been at full-back and he was he, he was caught out every time in the game previous and, and I couldn't understand that. Um, it, it, it's Kevraite, he says Perez is, is flat at the deceiver times this season. Um, he's not certainly not built on what he did the season before. Um so you think, OK, why are we sticking with this? Um, Sussouk was in game in, game out. And, and again, seems to be getting a free pass. Although, to be honest, I might have started him at left back because he looked more useful at left back when he finished the game there the other, against Norwich. So um, it's it's very frustrating. We've, we've got players who just seem to only want to play with my 2-0 down. Mm. It's like suddenly something wakes up in them. Townsend... He scored two screamers, both of them in games where it absolutely, meant absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, it, it, there's, there's genuinely a mentality thing running throughout the club that is wrong, and and gone. Very odd. What
0: well, you think? The thing is, even on <laughs> we, look, we obviously we have to look forward, Kev. But I can't, I can't even for the life of me think what is, <laughs> what's going to happen. What is because you have got the Sunderland game against Norwich now. Yeah, you know and like this this uh, the the whole uh, club and the whole city are going to be on the players backs now from Monday to Saturday to when they go out but that Saturday game like I said to Gary I said that Saturday sets up our game because really for both of us really Kevin you would think it has to be a draw wouldn't you think? hope for a draw um,
8: no I, I would no I, I uh I would say if the a beats Swansea you want Sullen to win. Yeah, I was
2: uh, there, yeah.
8: Yeah. You want Sullen to win because it, it closes the gap on Leicester on Norwich to three points. Um you know and, and we've both got a game and then have a game line against Norwich. Um I mm. was <coughs> oh. Man City, I don't know who Sullivan have got, but you know, it's, it's that's that's what you've got to look at and you've got to close the gap on Norwich first and foremost for me. Um because Sullen rightly are above it at the minute. But I think, mm. if I'm honest, I don't think we're going to stay up. But if we're going to stay up somehow, a miracle, then you know you need Norwich to beat uh, someone to beat Norwich, and, and, and hopefully that we we beat Swansea. And the, and the gap's close to three points now. You know anything can happen, but it's not going to happen. We're not going to, I would say we need to win at least four games. Mm. It's not going to happen. We've won six all season. Where mm. we? Haven't, we haven't got the the, the character to win for four games. That's the issue.
0: So, what give me a scoreline for 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 Saturday.
8: Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I go one-one with my head. Uh, with my heart, I'll say 2-0 Newcastle. Stupidly. <laughs> who
0: do you think? Do you think you, who do you think will play up front then? It's gonna um, be a ni- it's gonna be a nightmare weekend I because nobody's got, gonna have a clue who's gonna play.
8: I don't know. I. Um, I I like I'd like to see Mitch and Rich and, and, and C C I don't know if C C isn't it or not? He, he's not, is he?
0: Um but he came on didn't he, second half. Um right, so
8: did, I'd, d- I would like to see Mitch and Rich and C C have a go together, um, see what it produces and get and get Rich in the in the involved. Island. Yeah. Get him involved in the game, make sure I'd involved, tell him to get involved, get him in that mm. number ten role. Mm. You know?
0: Well, we'll soon see. Thanks so much for coming on, Kevin. It's been a pleasure. We'll get, obviously we'll analyse this all next Monday. Thanks so much for calling it mate. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no
8: problem. Thanks so yeah, mate. Yeah. Take care. Bye.
0: Tala. Well, it always nice to have Kevin on. It was interesting what he what he thinks because it's it's a it's a nightmare scenario, isn't it? Really, it's going to be even I can't think what the best thing is. And we're going to bring we're going to bring in uh, the, the, the man with the with all, most the of knowledge of Newcastle United, together with Neil Mitchell. We've got Steve Hasty from Newcastle United Fans Forum. Good evening, Steve. How are you? I'm fine, guys. How are you? i not too bad. Not too bad. So, where does this leave Newcastle United after the last the the, the season of disharmony, cowards in the cowards all over this all over this pitch? I, I don't even know where to start. But um, obviously, Neil's on the on the line as well from Dubai. So, tell me, what was your take on this Saturday? What you've just witnessed?
6: It was shocking. It, it, you know what? You build yourself up. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the newspapers build you up. The manager builds you up. The players come on TV and build you up. And then at three o'clock, it all goes out the window. And by four minutes past three, you, you look at it and you're thinking, same old, same old. Uh, rhetoric, false words. Mm-hmm. Um, just so blooming frustrating. Um, right across the, Right across the park. It wasn't just sort of one or two individuals having an off day. It was yet again 11 players on a football pitch who just cannot blend, who obviously hate each other, um, who just cannot play together. And, and as, as your last caller, Kevin said, certain players on the pitch who just don't want to be there. Um, I was listening to what you were saying, and I, I don't know <laughs> about you, Neil, but uh, the two fingers <laughs> that, uh, that Jan Mann yes. broke, I, presu- I presume they're the two fingers that he's been sticking up for <laughs> so like, uh, four yeah. months anyway, you know?
3: Uh, Crazy isn't it?
6: Shocking, you know. Um I mean when when he went when he went down uh, and and collapsed the first thing that went through my mind mm-hmm. and I think it probably went through ninety percent of other Newcastle fans, whether they were at the game or whether they were sitting in the pub watching it, was he doesn't want to be here. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's wanting off the pitch, he's wanting away, he doesn't yeah. want to be part of the embarrassing scenario that's playing out in front of him. Um, get me off as quick as you can. And uh, I think, if anything, what we've heard from from Lascelles uh, uh, straight after the game, mm. well, let's face it, the club put him out there. <laughs> he didn't. He, he wouldn't have volunteered to go in front of the TV cameras and say what he said. The club put him out there as as the, the, the uh, along with Wijnaldum as the two who were given to the press to speak to, and he came out with what he did after apparently already having a, having a go at, the, at his teammates in the changing room or alternatively having a go at them straight after. I'm not sure whether they go into the changing rooms and then have the interviews or whether they're just, mm. uh, they're just collared as they're walking off the pitch. But that lad's played 15 games for Newcastle in, in the last season and a half since he's been here. And, and for him, as a young kid, to come out with what he did is an indictment yeah. on every professional footballer at that football club. And I
0: include
6: players like De Jong, who's been mm. a captain of Ajax. I include Ronaldo, who at least spoke. I mm. include our cowardly captain, who probably doesn't even turn up to watch the games when he's not selected or when he's injured. Um, you name it; it just it just goes on and on and on. Steven Taylor, you know the, the Jody, you know, uh, slapping his chest and sticking his chest out, you know, like a pigeon, mm. and and putting in a performance <laughs> like he did. Quite frankly, was it was one of somebody described and Kevin described him early early doors there as as a League One centre half. Mm-hmm. That's an insult. Mm-hmm. to players in League One, quite frankly, that performance that he put in, um, yeah. he should never wear a black and white. If if, if somebody's looking at him, he should never wear a black and white shirt again. If that's the sort of performances that that bloke thinks are suitable for Newcastle United.
0: Okay, Neil. No.
3: Well, Steve's spot on. I mean, I, I made my opinion on them clear earlier this evening, and, and frankly, uh, get him out of the club and keep him, keep him going. Take Jan matt with him and, and a couple of others for that. That matter, it, it, it's a, it's an absolute mess. Um, Lascelles has called them all out, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's fabulous. As part of me wonders, as Rafa put Lascelles up to that and said, "Are you up to calling everybody out? Because we need to do something here." Um, I mean, I don't know what you feel. You know, obviously, Steve, as your connected to the club these days mm-hmm. more than I am um have you felt this coming in your dealings in and around the club and what you felt coming from within do you think this is this is reflective of what you have a vibe you've picked up growing over the season or do you think that this now has revealed something that is sort of new to many people that the, the dressing room is, isn't is indeed in such turmoil mm-hmm. it seems
6: Oh, well, we, we've heard we've heard rumours as the season's gone on that certain players don't get on with other players, but it's very be you know very much been a sort of yeah, well you know you, you would expect that in a group of players you know they're, they're having mm. a good you know thing and that happens regularly. Mm. It happened it's, it's happened in the memorial, and I've 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 spoken to a couple of our ex players about it over the last few months when I've been out and in, in about at various talkings and we've discussed it. And um, we've discussed how bad apples can spoil things we've, we've discussed how certain players that were brought in have been described as previous clubs as being bad apples and, and you know i've heard opinions from from ex pros about you know where we're actually leading ourselves to with the players that we 've been buying over the last season and a half um but quite frankly it, it it's 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 amazed me uh, I must say you know when when over the last few days when when this has occurred because We've been led to believe that that all is rosy in the garden and you know the players are getting on well, um and you know, there's a team spirit and we're all in this together and that's what we'll keep getting hold of. And I think the people at the top of the club probably believe it. You know, if that's the sort of <laughs> vibes that have come out, they probably believe it. Um, you know, they've gone out, they've spent big money on players, that there's players on big wages. Um, you know, maybe they're inexperienced and they're they're Lack of understanding of the true professional games shown through because they are they are taking things for granted. They're taking you know uh, if you sign somebody and you're going to pay them sixty or seventy thousand pound a week that they're going to be they're going to be doing the business and the bad apples have been the 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 uh, the Ben offers of this world who you know are difficult to manage as we kept getting told and this type of thing. When in effect, it's been it's, it could quite possibly been the other way around and the. They've been led a merry dance by people at the, within the football club, um, within the, the echelons of the, of, the, of the changing room and the first team squad, and led to believe one thing when it's actually been something else, and people have been doing things for their own ends. Um, I, I do remember being in the, uh, being invited up to St James's Park and, and uh, being there when, uh, during Partridge's tenure, when uh, Ben Arfau was the only player that came up uh, into the chairman's suite to speak to um, Lee Charnley Mm-hmm. And uh, at, at the time, it was at the start of the season and, and at the time thinking yeah, that's strange because you, you would expect players, you know, but it was obviously he felt as though something was going on that he needed to talk to the chairman about rather than go to the manager. You know, the manager was very much not in, not in the picture in terms of being up there on that corridor yet, you know. Certain players felt. like Off I felt as though he had a need, along with his agent, to come in, and and, and that was right at the start of the season, before there'd even been a league game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a, it was. I think it was the Real Sociedad game, if if my memory serves me right. I think we played them in a friendly. Um, and you know, you, you look back now and you think, was he was he is he one of these? You know, was he one of these working tickets who always wanted something mm-hmm. more? Is that what he's coming for? Um, and not getting his own way or did the lad genuinely have a have an issue with the with the coach and staff or the manager or whomever and he wanted to voice it and and perhaps by doing that uh, it, it it upset the apple cart and, and, and sort of sullied his his position. I don't know. But you know it, it, these these things happen. I mean hindsight's great isn't it looking back mm-hmm. and, and saying, Oh, I wonder if that's what was going on at that particular time And I'm not I'm not for the life of me saying that, that that anything was going on. But what I'm saying is that you, you look and, and you, you, you hear and you, you, you suddenly observe and then you look back and you hey, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it was that. I wouldn't be surprised if it was that. Um, but, you, you, Neil, you, you expect an awful lot more. These guys are professional footballers. And mm. the one thing you would expect would be a bit of pride. And, and we, we've spoken about it at work today. And you look at the Leicester City position, which you've already mentioned mm. earlier, and where they were this time last season and how... Um, a, a, a quick run of results and all of a sudden it's what mm. subsequently happened. The confidence that that's given them going into the new season and and I think there's an awful lot of praise got to go and I know a lot of people go on about PS, and he did, he did mm. all the groundwork. I don't particularly believe that because otherwise yeah, I agree, they, yeah. they would have, they would have mm. clicked in an awful lot earlier, wouldn't they? You know, wouldn't mm. have taken them for the last six games and then Pearson and sort of become sort of saviour for them. I think you look at Ranieri who's looked at that team and just gone in there and, with, and given them so much confidence, um, riding on the back of, of, of a six-game unbeaten run and at the start of the season. And he's just looked at it and think, you know what? Um, and, and I look at it and think, how we would have benefited from a Robert Hoos at the back. <laughs> you know, An old pro, as hard as nails. And, mm. and what their manager has done is he's looked and he thought, you know what, Morgan hasn't got much pace, um, Hoos hasn't got much pace, The two fullbacks aren't exactly the best fullbacks in the world, but you know what? I can stick somebody in front. I can have a team of workhorses around these guys. I can protect them. Um, Azure, a perfect example. The season before, I thought, you know, he looks like a a lazy, tighter player. And yet has turned around and and they said, you're not going to be a regular unless you work your socks off. And and, and, (laughs) at times he looks like an absolute perfect ready-made replacement for Vardy when Vardy's knackered. You know, and Rodney's ran for seventy minutes yeah. and they bring the on, and he runs for twenty. Mm. Azure has never had never ran for twenty minutes in his life, I don't think
5: before he,
2: <laughs>
6: before before he started. But it just goes to show, and a, a change of a change of mentality. That's all it's needed because we have got some gifted players in that team. We've seen them put performances in the performance against Norwich. You know, we scored six goals against Norwich, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and you look back and you think, was well, that should have been the start of of something big? Mm-hmm. As it happens, it was the end. We've never looked forward since then. Never mind look back.
0: <laughs> the thing is, like, I think uh, I've I've read obviously on Twitter that um, the reckon the uh, liver is saying there could be eight looking at eight changes on Saturday. Eight. But it might mean it might yeah. He it, says eight, but the the problem the problem with that is that. Well, obviously it's much needed, but I, I, Rafa Benitez doesn't strike me as that type of person. I think like Gary, uh, like Gary Tappo said, to be a person that really goes in and changes a squad, I've never seen him do it in Liverpool, I've never seen him do it in no. Real Madrid. I, I, but you know, I, the thing is, these players need a kick up the arse. Yeah, well watch, it. You've, got two rep- you've got two straight away, haven't you? You've got Dummett and
6: Colachini, there's two. You've got Ninja Yan Matt, so potentially there's three changes that you'd be looking at. Um, then you've got, you've got Taylor who would go out and you've got the cells that come in, so would you class that as four, cha- four potential <laughs> changes that you've got there? Is he going to go far at the back? Then you look at, you look at the midfield, and as Neil said, Sissoko, uh, you know, it's unbelievable how that man is, is still... and it, He's got the physique, he's got the build, he's got everything about him, and I think every day yeah,
7: got the manager looks...
6: Yeah, the manager goes out every game and thinks this is going to be the game where he's going to click in and we're going to get. And then we are looking at going, what, another performance like we had with Chelsea, which is now, what, three seasons ago? <laughs> he's yeah. never put a performance in since. You yeah. know? Without um, really. him, what's up with him? Is, 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 has, he, has he got some sort of travel bug or something? He cannot, he cannot play at home Without never been the same player since the Dutch uh, mm. collapsed. And didn't get into the European Championships. And yeah. you are thinking he's a huffy Dutchman. He's a Dutchman who's, yeah. Yeah. you know, his mentality, his brain's Aye. gone, you know, for the season. Because we've seen it happen uh, with Dutchmen many, many times at other clubs. You know, mm. where they, they just simply yeah. lose interest, don't they? Edgar Davids was a player who would lose interest wherever. And you could always tell the number of number of clubs that Dutchmen play for. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they fall out with each other. I never think with that. Who, who, no, who would you?
0: you know? Who would you? Who would you play? Obviously, I keep on hearing about Sterry. You probably know more about Sterry than what I do or Neil does. What's your thoughts on him? Because he, he's been in and around this team for a while now. Plus, you've got Kevin Mubabu who can probably play left back. Um, but the thing is, you've got Dummett, he's Dummett. They've like, got Colour And we, didn't, we don't want him anywhere near the team. But it looks, it looks like with um, Taylor being. Well, they said Taylor was injured, didn't they? And he brought on Lascelles. Uh, it makes a statement that if he leaves out Taylor on Saturday and plays themselves uh, with Mbemba, you would think that's a better fit, isn't it? You would, you would think, wouldn't you? Well, you know, the best, the best, the best fit is is Colicini and Mbemba, if the people you
6: know, and that's the best <laughs> fit. Yeah. You know, they're the t- they're the two who together, uh, uh, Colacini you know when he's been alongside Mbemba, Mbemba has looked a good player. And Mbemba hasn't looked a good player since he came back from injury. And whether he's had Marcel on his shoulder or whether he's had Taylor on his shoulder, he's looked he's looked just as much a liability as, as either of those two. world mm. hasn't set the world alight in his performances. In fact, quite the opposite. I've, I've been quite critical of his performances as well. And, mm. and Stephen Taylor, well, we've, we've already mentioned that. Yep. It, you need it's Colaccini that you need back, and, and mm. as much as as much as you might not like to hear that, there, no, nobody Andy, does. <laughs> you know, he, well, I do because I, what he, what he does bring on his day, what Colaccini brings is he brings he brings an a, a, an air to the back four um, in terms of he, he frees up the likes of an Mbemba to to concentrate on his game. You see, you see Mbemba concentrate for an entire game on his own game, and those two. Of always for me being the best partnership it's the best of a bad job by the way but it's the best, you know we've, we've got to look at what we've got in front of us, and, and we've got to say well that's it you know regardless of, of whether people don't like like Colachini's attitude or I think his performances or his, his lack of captain ability or whatever it happens to be and, and there's so many so many Newcastle fans out of a down on them but at the end of the day Changes have got to be made, and you've got to you've got to pick, you've got to pick players, and you know that. To me, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but for me, I think he'll be back in if he's fit. I think I think well, that's one of the changes that we'll see.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I, I think that he's got a number of, of potentially difficult choices to make, but for me, he's got no to lose by mixing it up because surely they kind of do worse than that lot that performed on Saturday. You I'm know, sure. and, and 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 some fresh faces might make a difference. Um Dumbit, I think's gotta come in. I think I'm, if Mbappé if fit, I liked him at left back and he's actually yeah. right footed, so so there's there's maybe his replacement straight away. Mm. Um I think I find it tough on the cells to let the cells out, but I hear what you're saying about Colicinian and Mbemba mm. being the best pairing. And we've got to kinda of go with the best pairing really. Um <sighs> And then then in midfield, it, it, it's because we've got this rag-bag mix of everybody who wants to play at number 10 um, and nothing really else, because we bought all these players in the wrong positions yep. that haven't really strengthened yep. the squad in the right way, so they could have spent another 20 million and still not had the squad right. Um, it, it's Again, it's perm sort of what, eight from... 12 or 13, yeah. 14 Would for the you, remaining outfield
6: where, where, where do you go for the centre midfield? Where do you go up your home? Mm-hmm. Do, do you bring Jack Colback back in? Yeah. Uh, Jack yeah. Colback and Shelby, that's never looked like a partnership made in heaven. No, it has Do you have to stick in it? No, you don't. Because again, you know, little twinkle toes, he buzz around, but not produce anything. Um, then you, then is you're Chyote is about, looking, Chioda, about, a, the stone yeah. Yeah. about a stone over
3: weight. He's about a stone over weight and he doesn't want to be here. Exactly. He, he 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 wanted to be in China in January, and, and and he 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 he's done the typical. Oh, I'll come back, and he's come back in the huff, and he's a yeah. he, and he's clear, clearly overweight. He's clearly unfit. Um, and when he's like that, he's a yellow card waiting to happen. You can yeah. you can you know he set the timer, hit fifteen minutes. If he's not on the yellow card, he will be now. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's crazy. Um, we've got this this mess of a squad. Um, so, so to be honest, by chucking chucking people in, I don't think he's got much to lose, really. Uh, we've got a uh. yeah, we've got a
6: team that can, we've got a team that can play with pace at times in certain players, the likes of Sissoko, the likes of Wijnaldum, the likes of Perez. And yet, when those three are on the pitch, we suddenly seem to slow the game down. Mm. You know, and he certainly slows the game down for you when when you have him in the team. Um, and that doesn't see, doesn't have the urgency that that's required. Colbach's limited anyway, um, and Shelby. Well, Shelby's Shelby's turned into the huffy player
2: mm-hmm.
6: that that, uh, that that Swansea got rid of, you mm-hmm. know. And um, then you look at Townsend. Now I'm, I'm I'm a critic of Townsend because I expect mm-hmm. an awful lot more of them. And yeah. and I, I put on Twitter at the weekend that what you've got with Townsend is you've got a player who uh, who left Tottenham Hotspur. And you've got a club at Tottenham who's never looked back since they decided not to play him. You know? <laughs> and, and yes, he scored a good goal, but it was an mm. individual goal. He didn't again. pass the ball; he ran across and across and across the box, and then he just hit it. He'd already had another goal where the, where you know Foster tipped it round the post, um, and then he did exactly the same again. But it, give the his due; at least he's having a shot, and he's getting mm. a shot on target. We saw absolutely nothing from from Ronaldo. We saw very little from Mitrovic, although again he battles away. We saw nothing at all from, from Cissé, from you know, who again there's a player who who, you know, he couldn't miss a goal. And now he couldn't hit a he couldn't hit a bond or five paces. Um De Young for me is the man when you watched the game was the link man that was when the ball came into the centre, he was immediately hitting it wide. And I remember there was one particular part on Saturday where he got the ball. The ball, he looked, he saw the run, he laid it right out onto the left to Sissoko. Sissoko had 40 yards in which to move forward. He had a full-back in front of him who he could have wrong-footed like he can do with any particular moment in the game. And you thought, get out the byline, get the crossing. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got Mitrovic there, you get it on his head, you know that he's dangerous. And what did he do? He looked up and thought, I'll just help it from here. 40 yards out, and he right. helped the crossing and dropped it. He didn't even properly... He just popped it in and then turned as if to say, uh, well, it might land there or it might go out for a goal kick. You know, and that, I was screaming, that frustration <laughs> yeah. at what I was seeing. Now It was crying out for, get down, attack mm. your man, get the in you've yeah. got the pace, you've got the build, you've got the power, you've got the ability. And no, he just, he just thought, I look I'll it, and, I, and I'll just lob it and I'll just turn it in and, and
7: come back.
0: The, the yeah. problem is, Steve, now on Saturday, it's such a big game for Norwich and for Sunderland, yeah. that whatever team that we look to put out, the changes we're going to make, I, I do believe there's going to be a hell of a lot of changes, um, but whatever optimism we've got, um, every, I think as, as we talked about tonight, we have to have Sunderland to win that game. Because, but that again leads to the the Man City game where we're going to be four points behind Sunderland. So it's such, it's 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 so. Oh my God! It, it it's such a, It's going to be. It's so stressful, and we can't. And we're not even trying on the pitch. And it just it just seems to. The other teams are doing their damnedest to keep us in there.
6: I, it, it is, I and mean, when you look at it and you thinking "God, yeah, you want Sunderland to win mm-hmm. because you want to keep Norwich pegged back to be yeah. among mm-hmm. the four of the three of you that are fighting for one of you to get yeah. and 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 that's that's crazy. And but you look at you look at I mean, I, I'm I'm scared to look at sometimes at, at what other teams' run ins are, and you know because then you start to, you start to really fret and you start to worry, and it turns into some sort of fantasy football game, you know, and, and it just mm-hmm. becomes too much. And I'm I'm I've looked yes. at our games, and that's, that's mm. all I'm concentrating on. At the end yeah. of the day, whether whether Sunderland win or Norwich win or whatever, the key we
5: the only result
6: that bothers me at the moment, because it's only Monday, is the three points that we've got to get. We have to get the three points. We have to get some momentum built up, um, and we have to we have to see performances on that field that give us. I'll take one off CCA's backside and mm. a one 0 win. You know, and um, what you're going to get with Swansea, they're going to play the ball in front of you all the time. That the slow build up, they like mm-hmm. to keep the ball. Um, they've got a they've got a player in in Sigurdsson who can just he can he can at a, you know at a stroke and change a game. Um, they're, they're working well together. The, the new manager, who, I, who nobody knew, seems to have. After after the, what looked like after Gary Monk and, and they brought mm. uh, Curtis in to to try and steady mm. the ship and, and was failing, and then they went and got this obscure guy from Italy mm. or wherever he's from, and, and yet he's managed he's managed to do it. He's managed to do it even while suffering from pneumonia at one point and being off, you know, and, and having <laughs> to turn up and, and wrap himself in half a dozen scarves to keep him, <laughs> keep himself alive on the <laughs> on the touchline at times, you know. Um, he's been in hospital. He's missed games, and yet. There, there, they are. That they've, they've turned the corner and that mm. done, he's done remarkably well for a guy who's never been involved in the Premier League, you know, mm. or, or mm. even worked abroad. Um, it, it can be done. Mm. We'll
2: give
6: got me a, a yeah. who can yeah. that's, the good, that's the
0: only saving grace. Give, a, give me a, give me Give me a uh, for Saturday before bringing Chris Pine in the US.
6: I'm going for one 0 <laughs> One 0 I've never given. i give you two this But I'm. Go, I've got a one Whether it will happen or not. I don't know. But I'm. I'm just praying and hoping uh, that we just get a goal and we will keep a clean sheet and then we'll start looking at, at five to five at where everybody else is. All right.
0: All right. We'll talk about it next. We'll talk about it next Monday. Hopefully we'll have <laughs> oh, something good yeah. to talk about. Let's. Uh, obviously, I've, I've got my computer up and running now. <laughs> right. so
6: shall we? Ha- shall we have a talk in next week, or shall we just have it? Depending on the result, we might just have. Two
0: hours of recorded screaming <laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. You, know? um, you never
2: know
3: on this show. <laughs> 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 You're always a model in music, yeah. Yeah, Exactly.
0: Thanks so much, Steve. It's a pleasure cheers, to have you. We'll talk thanks. next week, mate. Thanks a lot. Ta mate. Ta-ra. Cheers. Ta It's always good to have Steve on. His. He's, always, he's always entertaining, always. always has good stuff to say. Well, we've got. Um, Oh, we've got the next call online. it's Chris Perry calling from the United States and as uh, as uh, listeners of the show will be well aware uh, Chris is calling from the golf course I hope it's pretty cold i know that
4: I'm not i am not on the golf course yet i'm going to go here in about 30 minutes it's, uh, it's, it's 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 we had a little bit of
0: rain today but not too oh, bad Oh what a shame man. Not too bad. what a
4: shame what a shame but, like, but, uh, uh, I, but it's not en- it's not enough it's not enough that we're I'm going to I'm not going to at least tee it up for a little while. Good. Plus well, it's gonna... daylight saving, so it'll be nice. The sun won't be going down anytime soon. I'll be able to <laughs> I'll be able to get the whole round in.
0: You always yeah. manage to stick the knife in, doesn't he, Neil? He always likes to stick. Yeah. Oh, it's very. It's always before we get to Newcastle. Uh, the Masters, fabulous. There to see the the American losing. Fantastic.
4: Well, I thought I, you know I thought Will uh, played well, and mm. it was funny. You know we you know, we play golf, guys. And when Speed hit the first one in the water, I was like, "Okay, he needs to go take his drop." But he he did what professional golfers do, which uh, golfers like you know myself and, and others we just we don't have the guts to try it. Which is he went back from where he could take his drop and at a certain distance, so because he wanted to go pin hunting with his next shot. Well, you have to hit a perfect shot, which normally he does. He just chunked it. He hit, the, he, he, I mean, he hit the big ball. We call it hit the big ball before the little ball. He hit the earth before the ball. And as soon as he swung the club, I was in the living room with my wife, and I was like, oh, my God, I think he just did it again. And it went, it went yeah. straight in the drink. But I'll <laughs> tell you <laughs> what, how many guys do you know that would quadruple bogey and then come mm-hmm. back and birdie the next hole? And then almost birdie the next – everyone's talking about this massive collapse. And, yes, mm-hmm. he did have a horrible 12th hole. But a collapse would be a quadruple bogey, and then another bogey, and then another bogey. I mean, he birdied the next couple holes to even give himself a chance to come back, and almost had a, you know, almost would have birdied 16 if he'd have made the putt. So and and and, stat, and then sat there and answered the questions and put the green jacket on like a gentleman and mm-hmm. you know, wasn't petulant and, and took and took ownership for it. I mean, I think Spieth comes out of this thing looking even better you know, a, 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 you know as, a, as a two-time major champion.
0: Good. Um, so, tell me, I, I must be. I, I only stayed watching it, but uh, I had to put it on because of his brother's tweets, and then um, when I did watch it, CBS, the Masters, on my iPad, the only thing they were showing was Spieth. Didn't even show Willet. Couldn't believe it. Shocking behavior. Well, they,
4: they, they kind of did. Well, see, the thing was, there was absolutely no drama in in yeah. during the day. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. there really wasn't going to be drama. I mean, Spieth was so far ahead. They were showing quite a bit of Willett because he was kind of the only one in contention. But you're thinking, and even myself, I was like, okay, well, we'll see Willett make this play, but it's really not going to matter. He's five shots back. They just can't show Spieth all the time. And then everything switched. And mm-hmm. CBS, kind of like the rest of everyone watching, mm-hmm. didn't quite know how to react in America yeah. because you're going, okay, we want to show Willett, and, you know, because he, you know, he, well, he had hit a great shot at 18, and they showed him walking up to, you know, to go sign a scorecard and this and that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to go now see Steve because Steve is two holes back. Mm-hmm. Can he actually catch him? So that's mm-hmm. where the drama was now, not with the guy that just finished, but with can the guy. So it, it was interesting. CBS was put in kind of a difficult spot. Yeah. Um, and so it, tell me. It was the guy no. They didn't expect that he out, came out of nowhere, kind of like how Lester you know, came mm-hmm. out of nowhere last year. Uh would they have fifteen sixteen points, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh you know, we'll transition to football? you know they had fifteen sixteen points, and then with Pearson and had a team that showed fight and grit and heart, mm-hmm. they basically won out
2: mm-hmm. and
4: and went yeah, from they... went from last place in the premiership to they were the team that avoided relegation and uh mm-hmm. and look where they've been able to kick on from with with the same heart and fight and desire all they're doing guys. Is showing the exact same thing they did last year to get out of the mess they were in. Only now, they can now turn it and turn it around and actually show how well they can. You know, they can win the title doing this. And it's mm. just—it's been such a breath of fresh air to see this team do this this year.
0: And it's sick, obviously, with with Newcastle. It's it's probably it's the opposite. opposite. So oh, the most sickening, it's
4: the sickening. It's, and it's the complete opposite. It's, it's a bunch of guys that are making a load of, of money on wages. And, uh, and I've talked to and, – and, and Neil and Angel, we've talked about this yeah. before. Soccer is kind of a perverted game in, in, in the premiership in that the players who now who screwed up, who were hmm. going to send this team down, hmm. will, will have absolutely none of the repercussions – because nope. every one of them are going to walk in the next day and <laughs> demand a transfer order. Hmm. Because it, 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 it's ridiculous. I mean, if you're the one who is responsible for what this team is now going through, hmm. why sh- shouldn't you stay down and play in the championship? I would love if Ashley came out and delivered a statement saying, I'm not selling anybody. Every one of you yeah. guys are playing in the championship next year. And you deserve to be because, hmm. of, what, you know, because of this. But he won't. He's going to do exactly what all these all of these guys know. And I hate to say it, this is really, really bad, guys. They actually have a their job prospects are better if they make sure that Newcastle goes down. In my opinion, than if they keep them up. Because if Mm -hmm. they keep them up, they're still at Newcastle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're still going to be at Newcastle United. It's going to be, you know, it, it may be some of the same team. They may be fighting again. They'll have no chance to play in the Champions League, no chance to do all this glory that they think that they deserve. Whereas if they make sure that Newcastle goes down, they'll get sold to Chelsea, to Man United, to Man City, to wherever the heck they think they can, you know, they think they can go. So it, it's such a ridiculous situation that you're actually hoping that players perform when it's in there, see, I really thought that they would at least perform for Ralph and Benitez because you know the new, yep. they would think, well, we can't get a coach like this going to another team. But even that apparently is not is not working.
0: Isn't this, That's very true, isn't it, uh, Neil? That like what, what um, Chris has just said, we all expected something to happen, a bit more part, a bit more bottle, a bit more football, Neil, well, isn't
3: it? He's used the magic words. Uh, you know, fight, heart, desire. And th- there's not much of that in that squad. Mm. That's quite patent. And if, you, and if you want to bring it back to the Leicester analogy, a lot of those players, uh, I seem to, I'm sure I've read somewhere that five or six of those players in that Leicester squad have actually played at every level of the football league. Yeah, and they so they're now, way out. they're now at the very top, and they'll be looking back saying, well, I'm not going back there. I want to fight to keep this. We've got a bunch of players who don't know what it's like to work your way. They've been cusseted through, you know, um, academies, and they've, they've always been involved at the top flight in in, in their own countries. And it, it, yes, that's not to say they haven't put work in, because every professional footballer does. Mm. But they're at the point where they feel like the game was then it. Mm. Whereas Leicester's full of t- players who they still want to get it out of the game. Mm. And they don't want to go back. And I think that's a critical thing for, you know, you, then when you say, okay, let's go down to the championship, are any of them really going to fight in the championship? We're going, we would need another eureka moment like what happened when we got hammered at Leighton Orient that time and the players got together and said, right, you're either fighting with me or you're out the door. Mm. And we need something like that. And I don't think there's a single man, Jack, Bob, maybe it's four or five of them, that I would put past able to do that. That's my concern. Is that, well, that know, is, down, Chris, Chris, we are yeah. going We are right
4: back to the drawing board. Yeah. No, Neil Andrew and Neil, you kind of made my point a little bit for me. Those lesser players knew that they yeah. were going down to yeah. the championship. The Newcastle United players know that they're not going anywhere but to the, cha- you know, to the office of mm. the of the owner, and they're going to demand a transfer request. Mm. They're going to go to a new team. So they're going to stay in the premiership, regardless of what happens to Newcastle. And that is really the sick thing about this whole thing, is that they it all know been, yeah. that they don't yeah. have to... You know, you say what you want about... Col- and I've talked about this. You say what you want about Colachini. And yes, Colachini yeah. has been an absolute disaster at times. Mm-hmm. But he went down with the team. Mm-hmm. Him and Jonas went down, and they worked their socks off to Argentina Internationals and got the team back up when everyone else jumped ship. So I always have respect for what they what they accomplished, but it's so funny to hear Alan Shearer. It's like when a pundit says something that we've been saying for you know, for years. Mm. It's all of a sudden news. You and me and Neil have been saying for a year that how in God's name could a team with two center backs that are constantly in relegation not replace those two center backs. Yeah. Yeah. How how could they have the same two center backs for the last six years when they're always giving it ship and goals and giving it a, and then now Alan Shearer says it and it's all of a sudden everyone's printing it and going oh my goodness mm. I, it just cracks yeah. me up I mean <laughs> oh, good yeah, so the, frustrating.
2: Frustrating. the
0: thing is could you quite the thing is could you quite believe what you're watching on Saturday though Chris because like, oh no, it, was it, was like training, it was like a training it was like a training game I couldn't believe it.
4: Well, and and to the to credit, Southampton did what a what a team that I mean. Newcastle has absolutely no confidence. Even with Benitez, they have no confidence. I mean, they did they haven't they barely got lucky. You know, they they got they got a point from Sunderland. Whoopee. you know that's it at home. So they have no confidence. So what the Southampton coach did was kind of brilliant. I mean, he basically put you know Shane Long, who can run for days, and and just piled on the pressure knowing that Newcastle was going to bottle it and screw it up and they did. Mm-hmm. Steven Taylor had two options. Do I trip him and get a red card or you, or or maybe get in front of him. I don't know. Instead of was tra- instead of was like a traffic cone, you know, that he just ran <laughs> yeah. around. I mean, yeah. it was it was bad, but you know Steven Taylor was he's al- I mean, he's really never that's never been his strong suit is 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 like that. He was always the guy that would kind of get in front of the goal and deflect shots and things mm-hmm. like that. That was the thing that really hurt me the most, I thought, during Norwich, guys, is that you see good teams, when a guy's about to shoot the ball that's basically going to cost you your life, they would be diving in front of that ball to try to block it or anything like that. It looked like Newcastle just kind of, everything just opened up and let that Norwich guy hammer it away from deep, Mm -hmm. and it took no deflection. It was was craziness.
3: I mean, I don't know. They all turn their back. Uh, you, look, you look in that game, in the game at the weekend, and in, in, in a number of occasions this season, if you look at the goals that are scoring, you'll see our centre-backs and Jan Mats, he's another one who's guilty of it, they do this thing where they twist their body and they turn their face away. They, they've often got a hand going over their groin, which you OK. That <laughs> nobody likes to take one there, but frankly... You, if it means a difference between my, my team going one nil down or not, I'll take do them. it. And yeah. that's what you should do for your team.
2: Absolutely.
3: it's ridiculous. The body the positions they take are not about defending the ball, they're about defending themselves. And that's wrong. In any coaching manual, that's wrong. But as part of somebody who's wearing that shirt, who represents me, who represents us, who represents the region, who represents the team, the town, and everything else that that club stands for or should stand for, that's utterly unacceptable. And again, I reiterate it, don't want them anywhere near my team again.
4: Chris? Well, it's awful. And guys, and let's bring a player from the past who's now about to get a winner's medal. The guy yeah. that I remember used to get his body in front of every shot. Mm. He wasn't the best defender in the world, but my goodness, he tried, was Danny Simpson. Mm. What's Danny Simpson doing now, fellas? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if, and that's the thing about Lester. Lester could have gone out and said, okay, Danny Simpson, okay, during the January transfer window, and I've really got to give him a lot of credit about this. They were now going for the championship. They're going for it all. Did they go try to, like, buy five different players to replace the guys that have worked their tails off and got them there? No. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? These are the guys. These are the rough-and-tumblers who've got us here. We've got Mares. You know, we've got, you know, I mean, we've got our goal scores. We've got... We're going to keep Danny Simpson at, at, at a fullback, even though we're not even sure. And they've been rewarded with, with, with effort and performance. And, you know, Godspeed on them winning the, winning the title. Yeah. I, it, I doubt they're going to be able to keep their players after that. But anyway, guys, I mean, when we're talking about Newcastle, though, um, the defense was horrible. I love what Laskell said. We've said for months that should have been Laskell and Mbemba, and that should have been the center back pairing, and that's it, and then figure it out. You know, I think sometimes it seems like Sissoko is a better, you know, right back than he is a midfielder, but uh, for all the things that Sissoka does that drives us crazy, Mm -hmm. I do see him at least sometimes giving effort. You know, Janma seems like he wants to get forward so bad that he doesn't seem like he wants to defend as much, and then the other back situation between Anita, I mean, that's just an absolute joke, Mm -hmm. and that's completely Newcastle's fault for non-recruitment, but is there nobody in academy or anybody that you can bring up to try to play a yeah, fullback?
0: Yeah, we've been talking about that tonight. <laughs> we don't, I don't think anybody knows I about Sterry. Yeah, but in they've the been getting beat,
4: Newcastle United and the entire Newcastle United soccer football program. There's nobody who can play fullback. That's well, the, pro- the, the,
0: the the problem is the under twenty ones and the other teams are all getting beaten and they're, they're getting beaten weekly. At that un- under the level of Newcastle, so to put them in. <laughs> but the thing is, you have Mambabu, has been when he when he did play, he played really well. He found out a couple of times, but uh, at least when he plays, he gets his foot in. But I've got obviously I've got to bring my, my my one of my callers in next book. But give me a give me a score for for Saturday on a on a really really high drama day for Newcastle United, Chris.
2: Well, let's
4: let's do what we hope. What we hope is we hope one method and we hope it's Shelby that does it. We
2: hope it's <laughs> one 0 okay. It, uh, no.
4: that's one 0 and we hope it's Shelby that gets it gets it against his old his old club. But I thought Shelby looked really bad against uh, mm, Southampton. Yeah, again, again. he looks like a guy that's yeah. totally frustrated. Uh, mm. When all of them looks like someone who I don't know what has happened to him. I, I also think that these are very skilled players, but we've talked about this. Losing is kind of like a disease, mm. and it seems to just. Filter through everybody, I and mean, when all of them comes here, and he's had success and everything else, and he's now falling into he's falling into the muck and the mire. I, the mm-hmm. only person I think that seems like that they've escaped out of all of this is Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. He's still willing to do whatever it takes yeah. to try to, to try to score goals.
2: But, well, uh, that's but anyway,
4: yeah, that, that's that's what we're hoping. Let's hope they get one nil. Look, you can have a great escape if they win out, yeah. and that includes being Tottenham in on the last day. Then they can have the great escape. If not. We, you and I are going to be talking uh, at this time next year about hopefully Newcastle either playing for the championship playoffs or you're know, already in first or second place, and they're going to go up.
0: Exactly. Well, thanks so much for coming on, uh, Chris. Thanks so much for calling from the U.S. Enjoy your golf, and I, I really hope it pours a rain. I really do. <laughs>
4: I'll see you
0: later. <laughs> Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Right. See you. Well, care. great. Great is ever to talk to Chris before he he hits uh, a round of 18 on a very, very delightful day in Texas, by the sounds of it. And brings in one of my next callers. It's uh, Lee Johnson from the posh end of uh, Chester Street. Good good evening, Lee. How are you? Oh, hi. (laughs) Also,
7: I, 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 I... I tell, tell, tell you what, Andrew. The uh, TVs mustn't work in Texas because he said uh, Mr. Sissoko tries hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he said that, I was like, "Well, maybe." I actually, but I was actually
7: drinking. I was actually drinking some coke. I spat it all over the kitchen
2: floor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it's all about opinions. But he said he hoped. I think I don't think he, he said he, he 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 makes a little bit of an effort. But I think that's what he said. But that's the problem, isn't it? There's no effort. There's nothing. No. There's got one guy who comes out at the end of a, a press conference, probably didn't quite know. what he, I don't think he actually knew what he was saying, to be honest with you, because he's probably that much in shock. But um,
7: g- nobody,
0: nobody... Yeah, I, I don't... I watched it. He hit the nail j- d- oh, on the head.
7: Mm. He hit the nail on the head. He was right. Everything he said mm. was correct. He
2: might
7: have, uh, in the, He's probably sat and trained and watched watch players and watch them and watch their attitude and watch how they go about things and so on. How the hell can I, can, I, can I not get in this team? How can I not get in this yeah. team? How can I not get a chance? You must sit and watch because, let's be honest, he never done anything wrong against Sunderland. He didn't, do, no, very, nope. you didn't no. do anything wrong against Sunderland. Him and him and Bembo were quite solid, to be honest with you, because we were under the cosh for quite a bit against Sunderland, but we yep. defended well and that same... That's the only strange decision I would say so far. Benitez has made as a manager um, since coming in at Newcastle. I found it rather strange. He played against Leicester as well, didn't he? Yes, he did.
2: He played yes, it I did think. Quite
7: well that night. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's so it quite that that particular decision to bring Stephen Taylor in in the last two games kind seems of an nice, odd one. To be perfectly honest, it does. Very odd. Very odd.
0: But the problem is when you see Stephen Taylor laughing and joking, and then like. The thing is, remember, he was dropped for the header that he, for that led to the the Leicester game, that led to that goal. So I'm surprised that he's brought him back so quickly. But he must be thinking, well, I I, um, I can't Coloccini's not ready. I need a bit more experience. Ooh, but after that, power. after that, yeah, after that, third, and this is the problem, isn't it? Like as Neil and various other people have said tonight, and uh, you know Steve uh, Hasty, you know it sounds like everybody. Obviously, might be looking to bring in Coricini with uh, Mbemba on Saturday.
7: I suppose if uh, uh, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, um, he's one of our better centre halves and um, what was needed was a bit of stability in the back, but I think Benitez could have had that stability with Lascelles and Mbemba. Um, uh, I mean, we're desperate at left, I mean, the left hand side has just been targeted by both Norwich and um, Southampton. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's desperate. Imagine having to play Vernon and Nita at left-back and you've got like Musa Sissoko in front of you. I mean, it's open season. You would just look at that and go, right, lads, see that side?
2: Attacked. Right.
7: Mm-hmm. You would just attack. And,
3: and, and, and if you look at who's coming at the weekend, they've got IU and Mourinho. Yeah. And, and Mourinho rip where new on opening, you know, early in the season. It, it did, just, it's not going to be a straightforward game at the weekend because they're going to do exactly the same. on oh, Montero, sorry, yes. Um, makes, makes a change for me to mispronounce it, Andrew. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's one of these, these, these situations they're going to do exactly the same. They're going to look at the video of the last two mm. games and gone flanks. Let's do them. Sod, g- sod zone fourteen. When everybody bleats on about, let's go down the flanks and rip them a new one in the wheel
7: mm. Absolutely. I just like you, you. You got the. You got the. You got the upster I mean. Let's see. I think most teams who bring in a new manager get that new manager kick. Um, mm. We are just—if uh, you're beneath, you're you're probably looking going, Jesus Christ, mm. this lot are quite unbelievable. I mean, the men, I mean, we keep talking about it on here, the losing mentality, which is which is within the club, the mentality of the players, they're that used to losing, they don't know what they don't want to fight to win a football match. I still think, I still think, we are one win away from getting some momentum but it's how the hell do they do they get that win and just because a lot of them a lot of them are clearly confident players that you've seen it sometimes i mean when we hit that little winning run under pardew last season from Mm -hmm. over like five or six off the belt Mm
2: -hmm.
7: i think i think there is that in them there is that there but you are you are now down to what is it is it five games six Six, in it Six. We've got six, sorry. You're down to six yeah. games. And again, I'm, I, I'm clutching a of straws here. Um, we've got two home games now. We play Swansea on Saturday, and we play Man City on Tuesday. And mm. if, let's say, someone go to win. Norwich on win. Saturday and yeah. win the game, we could be, by Tuesday night, at quarter to ten, be level on points with Norwich if we win at both of our home games. So if we beat Swansea mm. on Saturday, massive if, because of the way they're playing and the mentality mm. in them, we mm-hmm. could be going into the game against Manchester City in, in a confident mood with nothing to lose because nobody yeah. will think we'll, we'll beat them. Because yeah. I'm telling you what, the fans are, in all reality, still sticking with this bunch of disgraceful footballers yeah. mm-hmm. because of one thing. The manager they brought in 'Cause he exactly. didn't have to come and take he didn't have to come and take over this absolute sinking ship. He didn't mm. have to do it. He didn't have to do it. But some of them players, um, if and I'm, I'm sadly saying probably when we go down, it'll be kicked out of here quick and I not and I couldn't give a... I I I don't care. Half of them are an absolute disgrace. They don't deserve to wear a shirt. Mm. They don't they don't they don't understand the region, they don't understand the people. This club I've, I've said it a million times, the club can be exactly what it wants to be. But the people who currently run it, from the owner downward, and that's where it starts from the owner down. Um, it's the mentality of losing and penny pinching and doing this and under, undervaluing things and talking about cup competitions being, you know, not relevant. That, that, that all just filters through for me, and it, and it sets a losing mentality. You wouldn't have seen Alex Ferguson at Manchester United ever devaluing any trophy. He didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't do things like that. You were in it to win it. You wanted mm-hmm. to win every single game you played in. It didn't matter who you played, but you wanted to win the game. And the problem with, his, with us, with couple of that said, set that many agendas mm-hmm. over the, the tenure of Mike Ashley, where that losing mentality has been cranked up, kicked in, and continue to kick in. And you look at them, they look absolutely lost. And it's to the point where the fans are kind of looking at each other. And... Mm-hmm. Well, no, you, you know, you, you think, oh, uh, is it a good thing if we we'll go down? Maybe we'll get rid of this guy and then we'll start again. Because the fan base is always going to be there. All the fans want to get behind us a little bit of hope. Rafa Benitez, give, give us that bit hope. he give us that bit hope and it's still there, still bubbling underneath. But, Jesus Christ, I don't think even God could turn these lot around.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think that's the thing, isn't it, Neil? It's... Okay, Lee's spot on there. It's, th- this is the trouble, isn't it? We're we're waiting for something, and it's a two-way situation. Yep. And he's right. We could go level on points next Tuesday, and the o- the only thing, the only way we're going to do anything, is if Rafa Benitez, because you know we all know he's a big, big-time player, but yep. big-time manager. He has to throw a lot of these players out of the team based on the performances. Of the games he's been in, he has to. And, go, yeah, and be has, risky, think, and be risky.
3: You'd you think he has to. I mean, look, Lee's he, quite right what he says. If we, if we do beat Swansea, we go into the, the Man City games free, is, is a free ride. Nobody's going to yeah. expect to get anything from yeah. it. We have got nothing to lose. And remember, a lot of, of their mentality may hinge on what happens with their Champions League return game against PSG. Yep. Because I'm te- yep. telling you yep. now, I watched yep. I watched that game in a bar here in, in Dubai with surrounded by plastic monks and plastic <laughs> Parisians. And um there was four three of the world's four most expensive defenders on that pitch, and some of the goals were comedy cuts. Hmm. Some of the goals were our level. Um, and if they
7: did Neil, Neil, don't go that far.
3: Don't go that far. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. were.
7: Seriously, were they? <laughs> and and, and, and
3: my, my, you know, th- that game could hinge on what state of mind they're in, be that whether they're still in or out of the Champions League, because I don't think, a, a, a mid- yeah, exactly, we want them in, because I don't think a mid midweek trip up to Newcastle's really what they want. And we might get another one of Pellegrini's it away sides like he played in the Cup, because his mind's going to be elsewhere. They cannot win the title, um, and, and the, well, they seem to be scrambling. So, you know, we, 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 we may profit from that in terms of if if we can beat Swansea and if we can get the right mentality amongst this lot of ragtag and bobtail vagabonds, wave strays, and, 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 and renegade players that just really haven't put a bloody shift in. They're all with this. They're all with something. And you're right, we're all sitting waiting for it mm. to happen. You just wonder when the hell is it? And, mm. and it, it, it's, it's very, very odd. Everybody else, it seems, gets a new manager bounce, except us.
0: <laughs> we can imagine, Lee and Neil, on Saturday, if, if they don't even attempt it, there's going to be trouble. And the, the thing I is, there's only going to be one person they're going to aim their van in. It's not going to be Rafa Benitez, because he's done that <laughs> wrong. It's Mike Ashley. Has he got the big balls to tap to Newcastle United? Actually, and watch the team? Uh, because the team we, all know, season we season? all know he wants to sell it. And it, I'm telling you, one, he's been a couple of times, I think. Yeah, he, he, well, I, I must admit, Andrew, i don't normally seen him from where I sit, and I
7: haven't seen him no, ever,
2: I haven't, ever. Haven't? ever. No,
7: you can see me normally wears a big... You normally have the, um, you know, he normally has a white shirt on. He's pretty large as well, so he's easy to pick out. Um, <laughs> but no, ah, ah, ah you, you, I mean, in terms of directing your fury at people, um, there's only one lad that's going to get it. I think, mm. that, I, I think we all know that. I think we all know that we have a very, very cowardly bunch of footballers, mm. and we all know who the who the main mm. ones are. And we all know that filters through the side. There's a few lads there who, you know, like like touching back on what Lassell said, <laughs> everything Lassell mm-hmm. said when he was pushed in front of a camera was right. Like, and why, why, why push yeah. a young lad in front of the camera? Why push a young lad like Lassell in front of the camera where some, well, some of the senior pros are? Uh? I mean, and- Andros- I mean even Andros Townsend and I, the young mm-hmm. lad, he's been in England and international. Why didn't he come out? John Joe Shelby's been the captain of the club and I've just read the deal that he's not supported the written presser out like that. Yeah, well, he not yeah. He's not supported the, that's support, press?
3: the, that's support the lo- local press at all. No, it, the captain of the
7: football club, come oh, on, man.
3: Mm. My my take on that, Lee. You know, is I still still don't wonder whether Lascelles was pushing from the cameras because Rafa knew he was going to go off on one, and mm-hmm. yeah. he, he let let him deliver the message. It, I it,
2: do
3: you, it, do. It, you know what? He's not a stupid man, um, and it's certainly certainly the the, the best way to criticise your players is let somebody else do it. Ah, yeah.
7: true, mm. nah, true, yeah. True. yeah. We, are, people, we all know who we all know who the cowards are within that team. We all know the who the cowards are. I'm not even going to say one person's name because every time I see his name, I just want to spit on the floor. <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, there's the, the, the certain elements of that team which I watch and um, it gets, it, it just gets me backed up instantly. I mean, I never thought I would hate a footballer more than I hated Mike Lone and I can't believe I actually do. So Michael mm-hmm. Owen getting a pass out of my hate tree, and someone else got dumped mm-hmm. right in it and he'll stay there, I think, probably for the rest of his life, because I can't see us ever, ever having the likes of him again. I just look at them, and I just think, y- you don't realise what you've got here. You don't realise what you're playing for, and if you have one good game, and, I don't know, 20, you start banging on about playing in the elite level of football, where, realistically, Bonnie lad, if we go down to the championship, I'd make you rot on your contract, and you can sit and play <laughs> with the under-21s get beat every week next season, where that play at West Ham guns off to the Euros, You've mm-hmm. got to sit in your garden watching it like I will be.
0: Yeah. What do you think? Uh, give me a score for Saturday before I think bring in the last call in. John, give me a score.
7: Well, I'm taking the band, so um, mm-hmm. he normally brings us good luck. So, good. Um, oh, God, I'll gun for an optimistic 2-1 victory to us.
0: Well that's, well that's good because we've had a few of them tonight so at least and uh, we'll talk about it again on Monday. Thanks so much for coming on coming on, uh, Lee as uh, ever passionate. Me me Remember me it's me. You, you can listen to the show immediately after the show. It goes directly to iTunes and obviously I will um, be tweeting out as well. So anybody that's listened to Lee and Mitch and Neil tonight, it's where it, the, your show is available straight away on Tune Talk on iTunes. Thanks a lot, Lee. Take care, see mate. Cheers. Guys,
7: Cheers, mate.
0: Well, that brings us to John, um, who's been on the line for the last hour uh, listening to the show. Good evening, John. How are you? Evening,
9: guys. How are you doing?
0: Not too bad, not too bad. So tell me, obviously, I, I know you're full of full of angst after the after what happened the weekend. Tell me, wh- what's your feeling as a new cas at the moment?
9: Well, I mean, it's not looking good isn't it, at the minute, and uh, we're just, to me, we're just not fighting at all. I mean, if you look at Saturday's game, for example, I mean, there's no characters in the team, there's no fight. I mean, the Goals can see that again. It's just absolutely pathetic. I mean, Goals like, that's going to get us relegated. I hope we don't. I still think we start up this season. I think, I think mm-hmm. we may, we may just start up this season. I'm going to be optimistic here, and I'll tell you for why. Because the way we played on Saturday and under the Rafa's eyes, I guarantee you, I don't think they're going to play like that ever again. And to make it happen, we need to make some changes. We need to get rid of the Eagles in that team, like mm. um, Genie, that Darrell. Get rid of them. Just drop them and just get in players like DiEM, um, mm. Kevin, and get them in sort of thing. You know what I mean? Even LaRote. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. we need fighters in the team. We need passion and a bit of fight. And I'll give you an example. I mean, Yamat, yeah, I mean, apparently he punched a wall in the <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> oh, I heard that the <laughs> deal. I mean, and I think to myself, hang on a minute. I mean, people are saying that at least he's showing a bit of passion. No, he's not. He should be showing passion on the pitch. Mm-hmm. You win GMs on the pitch, don't win GMs in the dressing room. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
9: I mean, let's be honest with you. Very I mean, valid I'm point. A, I'm a, I'm a Darrell fan. I really am a Darrell fan. Mm. But off late, I watched him closely in games this season, and I think to myself, has this lad got passion? Has he got fight? I mean, he's six foot one. Like right? he, he's good coming forward, sort of, for the ball. But he cannot defend. Not defend yeah. yeah. He cannot defend for toughies. East. You know what I mean? Even the mm. more skills in passing them in an old Danny's home rather than the at this moment. I'm telling you that matter or not.
0: You know what I mean? Because our defence is an absolute junk. Mm. Talk, talk a little bit more into the. Te- you're you a little bit. Talking to the f- telephone a bit, bit better, will you? Um, so that, that's, f- better. that's better. Much better. So the sorry. thing is, <laughs> no, that's all right. The thing is, it doesn't make any sense why you go in the dressing room and you would thump the wall. I can imagine using your foot because you get at least just. At least you're using. To, at least you're using a part of the body. That can, um, you know, absorb the pressure. But uh, and if he's trying to punch somebody, I'll give him more credit. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. So would I. So
0: would
3: I. Uh, yeah. I know people, people, people lash out sometimes. I don't know if you've seen... You know, Eric Peters, the left-back, that way nearly signed and didn't. And he ended up at Stoke. Um, it, you can see a video of him. He punches one of these glass partitions on the way off a pitch after being sent off playing for PSV. And he yeah. lacerated his, r- lacerated his arm so badly yeah, I think he was out for for three months or something stupid like that. Um, it happens. There are things like that happen. But mm. like as John rightly says, like that incident again, he should be showing his passion on the pitch. Mm. Keep your head on the pitch. Stay on the pitch. Mm. He just wanted off this weekend. That whole, no. oh, my groin. No. And off he goes limping after he's just made an ass of himself giving a goal no. away.
9: I'm sorry he no. doesn't wash with me. Neil, Neil, I'll come into that, mate. Yeah. the guy yeah, yeah. just do not—he just do not want to be at the club whatsoever. He just doesn't no, he fancy doesn't. the fact he's got no interest whatsoever, sort of thing. And it's not the first time, do you know what I mean? I mean, since Rafa came, he's gone backwards. Do you know what I mean? Rafa must have told him instructions what to do, how to go about it. You know, listen to him.
2: Mm.
9: We're talking about a world-class here, do you know what I mean? World-class manager, mm. and it seems that he's just taking the Mickey out of him. Do you know what I mean? He thinks to himself, you know what? I don't care now because I'll probably go to Italy or another Premiership club sort of thing. I mean, his urgent score must be red hot at this moment in time as I speak. I'm sure it is. But at the end of the day, if he hasn't got a heart to play for this famous club, if he, he's got no interest to play for Newcastle United, personally, if I was manager sort of thing, I'd drop him. I'd definitely drop him. In fact, I'll never play the guy again because he simply hasn't. Ah, he's absolutely spineless. He's absolutely, ah, oh, I could go on about him. But at the end of the day, and, and I'm worried about Saturday as well because you've got mm-hmm. um, Montero. He, he could be facing yeah. Montero, and yeah. he will rip him to absolute shreds, because mm-hmm. this lad, he's direct, he's I mean, he has too much. I'll play um and, Babu if
0: and Babu, I was just saying that. I was thinking that he's just as it. said.
9: He's got yeah. players as well, and he's young, he's learning, and he, ha- and he has good games, do you know what I mean? He's eager, and he's got that passion, and he's a tough tackler as well. As well, well, but Aaron as well.
0: Aaron seems to have gone off the radar, Neil, hasn't he? I don't understand he that has.
9: one. I do He has. I mean, um, that's his sort of thing. I mean, he can be a very, very good player in the years to come. But I can understand Ryan Rafa... And that he's not ready for it yet because he needs mm. experienced players. So, Those so that haven't fulfilled, sure, so he can come on and make a difference. But at the end of the day, I mean, I do, I do like R- R- Orlando. I've always liked him. Mm. But at the end of the day, I mean, you need experienced players there, and it's a shame really because um, we could have done with him with his um, pace and skill on the left side of the field because he can score goals and he's not a bad crosser too.
0: Mm. What do
3: you think? Uh, what do you think, uh, Neil? With Aaron's, well, you know, well, with Aaron's, I think he's flat out the deceiver. I think we've had we've had two good games out of him, and everybody's raving about about him after two good games. Mm. He has been played out of position this season. I think that playing him at left back at Chelsea killed the lad. Um, and yeah, you, you don't do you, know. you don't know what what's going on in his mind at the minute because disasters like that do sometimes affect young players badly. And are the, oh, just keeping them out the foul line? Also, there's some discussion about, has he, or hasn't he signed this new contract yeah. yet? And that might be very much influencing whether he gets to play or not at the moment. So, you just don't know. Um, I think you I think
0: might have to bring he, he in Dubia.
3: By flying kites, hanging my hats on someone. Dubia this year's Ferreira. I mean, I just don't see the point.
0: Because the thing is, yeah, he has to play 10 games, and then we have to, have to pay 15 million, allegedly, and he's not going to. Obviously, he's going to be well below the ten games. And I, I think we spoke about this last time. If he's not, if he's, if he's not training, Rafa won't play him. But sometimes Rafa's got to think. Well, you know what? If he's, he's a striker, he seemed to come alive at Leicester. You know, he had that chance. That was a wonder save. <laughs> so you know the. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you've got to be able to just play, just play play And that's the thing with. Because he's already said, I'm going to make changes, because he has said it, you know, there has to be a reaction. There has to be, you know, I'd rather have all out worn that dressing room. Yeah, because something's going to have to happen. And, you know, obviously, Jan won't play, but you never know. He might decide, well, you know, I've just broke my hand, but I want to play, I want to make up for what happened the week before.
9: I'll give you there. I mean, it's a bit too late on you and that sort of thing. But like, like I said, I like to see Jumi have clear sort of thing. I mean, you've got to give him mm. the ball, play alongside Mitrovic as well. He can play a four or five too. But, I mean, I mean, he's a finisher. He's an absolute finisher. Mm. He's done it in the Champions League. He's done it for CSKA Moscow. He scores, scores where he has been. And um, we've got nothing to lose now. I mean, why just play him? We tried DC it twice on the rafter, and it has been stacking like pulled up cheese, and you missed that chance that uh, Norwich or you could have scored equalizing but um, you screwed it wide but mm. I've also liked to see Savé play as well why did not give yeah. him a game do you know what I mean I don't know where he's gone I don't know where he is I really don't
0: I
6: mean it, it
0: doesn't make any game sense to it it doesn't make any sense to it all. Neil like Neil why, why would you why would you bring Savé to more or less replace Teoti if you're not going to play Teoti why are you not playing Savéed
3: well, it, it questions the whole, again, my back to where almost my first few sentences of the show tonight about, you know, decisions and leadership within the within the club. Who's making these transfers? Has Rafa just come in and gone, don't fancy this lad at all. Forget it. Could be the same with Dumbia as well. You know, it might just be Rafa's took one look at him and thought, nah, not for me. And 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 so there's two January signings, an absolute waste of space. Saviet mm. was was definitely there to cover Tioti, and Tioti doesn't want to be. Yeah? And he's, as I said before, he's about to stone overweight, and frankly, he shouldn't be anywhere near the first team anyway. Mm. So um, mm. it, it's a bit of a, it, it is a funny one. It, it happens sometimes when new managers come in. Um, one wonders is he up to speed. He, he certainly hasn't looked up to speed when I'm seeing him. So it might be that, again, Rafa's going, no, look, I need people who are already accustomed to it. Mm. Uh, same could be said, for don't be um, it, 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 it. It is odd, but I just think Rafa probably doesn't fancy them, to be honest.
0: What, what do you think, John? Uh, obviously, uh, sh- we've got to end the show now, but tell me, wh- give me a score for Saturday, and what do you think the result will be? Norwich against Sunderland.
9: Right. I mean, um, I'll give you the Norwich score first. I mean, um, Norwich yeah. can score goals, do play football. Sunderland's going to be real tough on the sand. he's taking thinking it's hard beat. Don't be surprised if it's a 0-0 draw in that game, which mm-hmm. would be fantastic mm-hmm. for us.
2: Yeah,
9: And then, I uh, for our game against Swansea. I mean, the fans expect and the players will know they got to and sure, especially at home, because... We don't, we don't accept don't does, and stuff like that. Mm. They are, I'm sure they're going to come out and give them a rule on Saturday, and we're going to win by two rules to one. And if we win that game on Saturday, our momentum will be on a high, because um, mm. I still believe we're going to stop up this season by a point or two. We're, I say we're going to be safe, but to, and I just hope it doesn't ever happen again, but I'm going to see Newcastle to
0: Swansea one. Okay, great, great stuff. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Good have you enjoyed job. Have you enjoyed listening, John?
9: I have indeed. i listened to it over, <laughs> just about, and last sort of uh-huh. all fun and games. I mean, he me <laughs> tells how life like it
2: is. Chris,
9: Samson, um, Texas, great lads. We miss Steve hey, um, Steve tonight, though, the, the guy who really tells how it is, you know, I mean, I miss him Steve on the yeah. Steve Reif, yeah, I love him. He tells how I like it is. <laughs> I'll and tell him. All the people <laughs> on the phone are fantastic, and that's why we love this show.
0: Lovely. Actually, the the one thing Steve said a couple of weeks ago. Remember, he's now doing boxing. He's doing various things with the um, with the ex players. He said when he's, when he's up there, he's able to be going to a few games. He says when when it's loud and it's the Newcastle fans get on people's backs. He doesn't know how they can handle it. Well, yeah,
9: was, it's yeah. about
0: mental passion, attitude. If He's you wanna play for the if you wanna play for the top teams. Yeah. You you could get you could get a transfer to Manchester United, Man City, Arsenal and they've got more supporters than us. So you can imagine it's fifty times it'll probably be a couple of times worse, but if you can't play for Newcastle United, you won't go to any top club.
9: Do you know what? Yes. Absolutely spot on. I mean, we've got the best passion in the in mm. the UK, the best passion in the country, you know, and um, and some of those players, and I'll give you a, give you a few names quickly, like Riviere, Goufran, mm. Marbour and um, soon-to-be Sassoukou, Rinaldin, mm. they, they cannot hack it because, the club, and I think Kevin Keegan said it as well, I mean, some of those players cannot handle it at Newcastle mm. because, We've got the most passion when things goes wrong it can be a bit odd sometimes mm-hmm. we need to get behind the Anna team every time they play it. but if they do well for us if they perform and give it their all then we'll love them but if they don't perform then mm-hmm. we let them know we'll get on their backs and quite rightly so because yeah. we pay we pay good money to be entertained not for first to be hiding
0: mm-hmm. okay well thanks so much for coming on john we'll catch you next week next monday on Tune talk remember All of your, all of the interviews we had tonight with all the fans are directly on the show, on iTunes, immediately after the show. So if you want to listen back, you can also go to www.toontalk.co.uk. Remember, www.toontalk.co.uk. We can actually just press the button and you can listen directly back to the show and also right now on on iTunes thanks so much John we'll catch you next week mate thanks very much no bother thanks very much having us on again guys I'll
9: see cheers. you guys next week cheers like cheers John catch you next week mate yeah, thank you, you. cheers, cheers. bye bye
0: well thanks cheers thanks very much and uh, thanks uh, Neil Mitchell obviously calling in from Dubai we'll talk We're in a moment right, and uh, what a great show The re- I've got my laptop working life is good <laughs> well <laughs> Hopefully next week we're going to have a great show. Let's hope, with all the predictions tonight, we're going to win. We need a win. We deserve a win. Newcastle United, players, fans, but especially the players, give give us something to believe in because you've done nothing all season. Good night. You can catch uh, Newcastle United, the show tonight, on iTunes or go to www.tunetalk.co.uk.